Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. It's an election year. Just send the nuke and finish this off already. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Anti-vaccine. My job is to develop immune therapies. That's what vaccines are. Do you believe that this virus was created in a laboratory? I wouldn't use the word created, but you can't say naturally occurring if it was by way of the laboratory. So it's very clear this virus was manipulated, this family of viruses was manipulated and studied in a laboratory where the animals were taken into the laboratory, and this is what was released, whether deliberate or not. That cannot be naturally occurring. Somebody didn't go to a market, get a bat, the virus didn't jump directly to humans. That's not how it works. That's accelerated viral evolution. If it was a natural occurrence, it would take it up to 800 years to occur. This occurred from SARS-1 within a decade. That's not, that's not naturally occurring. And do you have any ideas of where this occurred? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it occurred between the North Carolina laboratories. Hi there. That is uh, Judy Mikovits Club. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's talking about how um, he says, you know, would, would, would people, you know, as far as the diagnosis of COVID, she said, if my husband, who's had problems with COPD, went in, they would say it was COVID. <laughs> he said nothing, you know, like it. Anyway, Judy's just awesome. And uh, check out her podcast on our show. Uh, there's just so much truth there. Um, and she did say stay away from the flu vaccine or the COVID vaccine. So just so you know, uh-huh. she said there's some a lot of stuff in them this, this couple of years. So welcome to the show. Um, of course, Uncle Milty, how are you? Good, thanks. Yeah, we have so much to cover. I don't I, even know where to start. I uh, got approved to get the antibody test. Yeah. I just have to get over to the lab and get really? it done. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> You know what? There's more tests, but I, I want I want people to keep keep this in mind. You know, a lot of people started noticing over the weekend as as people started getting getting together to protest that nobody was saying much about everybody getting together and being two two seconds away from each other, huh? After all of this, you know, shaming and and a lot of liberal shaming and everything else coming from six feet apart, getting yelled at in stores, it's kind that, of interesting. That and the fact that they keep saying it affects black people worse. Yes. Than and, white people. Yeah. And, and, and I think what was, what was actually, if you want to look at a, I don't know, maybe a more of a golden lining over the, over the protests. I'm not talking about the riots because the riots ratcheted up a whole, a whole different notch, but people getting together is the contradictory nature of two narratives running together. So, so, so listen to this from the health experts. This was actually on Fox News. You ready for this? As public, this is their statement. As public health advocates, we do not condemn these gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission. <laughs> it just eluded it, I guess. I don't know. So it's so smart. It doesn't go into, into protests. Anyway, this should not be confused, however, <laughs> with a permissive stance on all gatherings particularly protests against stay-at-home orders. So you can't protest about, you know, for stay-at-home orders because, hey, 
the COVID-19 can run rampant, rampant. But if you're at a protest for Black Lives Matters, the Marxist group, it's totally fine. That is one smart virus. I will tell you what. Wow. It's amazing. What do you do when your two narratives run together? You come out with confusing statements. (laughs) So isn't that kind of interesting? It's very... Um, so we have, um, they, they're talking about new cases down here in Southern Utah. And what's very interesting about this is keep this in mind. Okay. Cause I think this is probably the easiest kind of conclusion, um, that I could ever give you from all my research about COVID-19. If you're hospitalized, that means you have something other than COVID-19 because that means that you tested positive, but it does not mean it's your infection. Otherwise they would not be hospitalizing you. See, if you go in and you have COVID, like let's let's say you say I have all the symptoms of COVID, they send you home. Yeah, they send you home. You're home in your jammies uh, for like four days, five days. But if you have something else, right, and that you're really truly sick, for, then you go into the hospital mm-hmm. for an extended stay. So it has really not a lot to do hinging on COVID. So it's probably the easiest way I can put it. Um, yeah, so I had that happen to a friend last week. Yeah. Hmm. So whenever you look at uh, the hospitalizations, all know that they all have something much dire going on, mm-hmm. that COVID is just the little, you know, thing they say it's in there for, but it's actually, they're not in there for that. They're in there for other, other things or they wouldn't be hospitalized because there's no treatment for COVID-19. <laughs> anyway, I've been talking to a lot of employees about the masks and I'm hearing from a lot more employees, they are done wearing them and mm-hmm. they're getting rashes. And the, I think one of the hardest things to watch is the fact that, They're saying, when I get home from work, I'm exhausted. I can't breathe in this thing all day. It's cutting my oxygen, but my work is making me wear one. Mm -hmm. And they are getting really, they're starting to get really antsy and be more vocal about this because I ran into a few. And let me just tell you, they're they're vocal. Yesterday at the grocery store, Mm -hmm. there were two ladies who worked there talking to each other and their masks were pulled down under their nose. And I walked up to him and I said, I'm sorry, ladies, but I'm going to have to report you for not having your mask on properly. You did that? And they looked at me for a second and I smiled and then they busted out oh laughing. Gosh, they said, we can't wear them. We can't I, breathe. Well, we can't. They, they're, we're cutting the oxygen yeah. workers. And they're telling us that they've actually tried to go in. They've tried to say something to their bosses. Their bosses are the ones that are saying, and it's coming down from corporate. Mm-hmm. No, you must. Well, <laughs> I, I I just, I can't believe this. I just can't believe it, that they're just making these people wear this. The cashiers now look like they are little, why don't we just put a wheel, like a mice wheel in there? Because they're, literally they're, they're, they're surrounded by plastic and they've got a mask on. It's like, is it the plastic or the mask? Choose. I mean, give me a break. These poor people. I had to buy a light bulb, uh-huh. a special light bulb yesterday. So I went to one of the big mm-hmm. hardware stores. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to check out, and the card I had didn't have a chip. And right. I didn't read the sign, of course. It said, you can't use that. Right. And I said, they're all broken? And they said, no, no, you just can't use that because uh, because of COVID. You can't <laughs> you can't use your own keypad. You can only use it where the – I was at the uh-huh. self-checkout. Right, right. But if you give it to the gal at the working the register, then you can use your chip card. Okay. And I'm like, so it's okay to give the card to another person, but I can't hold it myself and do the whole transaction. That, I know. <laughs> and they still have these 
these just total asinine yep. rules and 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 uh, and they're coming from corporate and I, I think one thing to really be aware of right now is the fact that it's corporate America. It, when I started seeing the blackout, you know, I got onto SoundCloud and they, they had their, their emblem, their logo all scrawled out in black. And it was like, join the blackout and Amazon and Hulu. I mean, you name it. Every corporation's doing their version of Black Lives Matters. We love this Marxist organization. And I thought, you know, our corporations um, are so bought in now because people were over the weekend. I was getting asked this a lot. You know, why is this so much bigger? Why are they ratcheting this up so much you know why is this ferguson baltimore did not get the play this is getting and i said well first of all you have a lot of people that are angry about being locked up for covid but you also have a lot of liberals that are attending these things that that this is their everything's based on emotion so you have to know that everything's based on emotion this is how you get 20 somethings this is why blm that the black lives matters the colleges house them because they know that the college student is a is a really easy base, and sorry, emotions low hanging fruit. If you tell them to stand for the Constitution, they'll look at with you in a black a blank blank stare. They don't they don't even know how to wrap their brain around trying to understand the Constitution, even though it's not written in Mandarin. And but if you but if you get them into an emotional state, they'll do about anything because the emotions are easy to base an opinion or stance on. The other thing is this. I've never seen corporations lob on so quickly and with such gusto be behind these narratives. And they are so locked in, right there. There's a lot of fed control in the, in the governments and vice versa. And so you have now corporations selling these points as, um, well, it just makes it look much bigger. It makes it look like everyone in the whole country is all for Black Lives Matter, right? It doesn't it? Yep. Because all your everywhere you see, it's the blackout. It's oh, the blackout. Yeah. Give me a break. These these people are. Um, we don't realize that that Black Lives Matter. We're all support or people out there are supporting a Marxist group that wants socialism. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Have you ever seen the show It? The nineteen ninety show It. I haven't. Mm-mm. I, well, it represents the government, you okay. know, the, and the people who wear the masks are look like clowns. Every day I see them, I have to laugh. Actually, I don't, but I like to laugh at them because <laughs> I think our government needs to be uh, put in a rehabilitation right. uh, form, reform school and thought that, uh, you know, what they're doing is destroying people, not not the virus, but... Right. Uh, yeah, it, it, these people remind me of the of the show It because they wear the <laughs> stupid mask all the time wherever oh, you go. Too. But oh, uh, on a second note here, mm-hmm. this uh, piece of property that was paid for up in Zion by mm-hmm. this conservational group, uh-huh. I don't know if people know it or not, but it was actually paid for by our taxes. The paper said that they paid for it, but the U.S. Fish and Game actually ended them that $4 million to, to buy it. So our Jeez. tax money is being used for private organizations to have uh, buy property that uh, actually should be ours. So just Wonderful. a couple of thoughts for you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. That's also on our docket today. Um, thank you for that. You know, it just doesn't shock me. Nothing shocks me anymore. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing does. Um, so Romney was marching with the uh, Marxists. There's a surprise. Yeah. You got Mayor Pike, you got Romney, you got city council, you got the chief, uh, you got, uh, of course, Romney. Romney's such an embarrassment. Of course, of course he's marching with him. Why wouldn't he? He's, been, he's done nothing but talk positively about Antifa. He loves Antifa. 
Oh, he's so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing to our state. Anyway, I, yeah, of course he is. So there's that. I also want to come back and uh, talk a little about politics. I guess there will be a debate tonight. Let me just say this. Whenever we have a debate and it says, this is for rural Utah, okay? This is the rural issues. Guess what, folks? There's only one issue here, and it's called liberty, and it doesn't matter if you live in a city or if you live on a farm, okay? Government's supposed to stay out of our way. And when they divide us like this and they tell us that we have rural issues and, the, and, and they're so different from city issues, you know what? If they were actually doing their job, if they were actually doing only their job, that would not be true. It would only be the job of liberty. That's it. They only have one job, and that is to um, defend our liberty. The fact that they have their fingers in everything else is the reason they divide us into two different states here to yep. give us the rural. You know, the, you, you little farmers and ranchers, let us tell you how this is all going to go down. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Hey, Jen, come check this out. I think I finally found one. I love it. Yeah, I really do, too. And, you know, I just checked the price, and they're definitely the lowest price in 500 miles. So how about after dinner, let's swing by to this dealership and test drive it. Oh, Marty! Hey, Doc, you joining us for dinner or something? No! Marty, quick, what time is it? Uh, it's like five-something, I think. No, Marty, what time is it precisely? Uh, it's 5.13. Great Scott, there's still time. Marty, you have to go to St. George Auto Gallery before you go to dinner, not after. What? Why, Doc? Because, Marty, if you don't go to St. George Auto Gallery before dinner, Biff buys your dream car and upsets the entire space-time continuum. Oh, man, Doc, that's heavy. And thus our hero with his trusty time-traveling companion received his dream car with the best price in 500 miles. See all the inventory at stgautodeals.com. Great Scott. Right now, more than ever before, this is the perfect time to upgrade your sleep for your health and well-being. And until you sleep on a new Tempur-Pedic mattress with the highest customer satisfaction rating, you haven't really slept. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi. At Best Mattress, we have the entire line of pressure-relieving and cooling Tempur-Pedic mattresses and the highest level of safety so you can shop with confidence and peace of mind. Plus, 72 months no interest financing and free delivery. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Hi, it's Dr. Plum. Plum Dental is open, and now is a great time to improve your family's dental health with our team at Plum Dental. As always, our office is clean and safe. We continue to adhere to the highest standards of infection control, and we are also following all the current recommendations for social distancing. Fortunately, I've been blessed with really long arms. We will continue to provide you with the service that has helped us be voted the best of Southern Utah. Schedule your appointment now at PlumDental.com. This summer might be a bit different. There's a good chance you're planning on spending more time closer to home. The Ashley Home Store is here to make sure your time spent around the house is more comfortable. Make your way to the Ashley Home Store for great prices on family-friendly sectionals that make summer movie nights relaxing and more fun for the entire family. Check out their huge selection of dining room sets that get the entire family together for summer dinners and family game nights. Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center and find the perfect mattress at the perfect price for every member of your family. Look for the special orange tags throughout the store for even bigger savings. 
Make sure to ask an Ashley team member about their Acceptance Now program to help if you have bad credit or no credit. If you're spending more time around the house this summer, let the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store make it more comfortable. East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. They did it. Congratulations to Southwest Vision, who won Best of Southern Utah two years in a row for Best Optometrist and Best Eyewear Shop. This is Cindy Olson, and I trust my eyes and my family's eyes to Southwest Vision. I have for years. Dr. Robinson, Dr. Gooch, and Dr. Drake are the best in the business. They are all ABO certified opticians, and each of them have over 20 years of optical experience. And they are friendly and personable, too. Congratulations to the best in southern utah southwest vision southwestvision.com are you covered by medicare or nearing medicare eligibility do the different medicare options and supplemental policies seem like alphabet soup or a high stakes game of scramble relax let wmi mutual insurance company simplify this complicated decision and save you money wmi has been offering their commission-free medigap policies to seniors just like you for more than 30 years with quality insurance and affordable rates call them today or visit wmi WMIMedigap.com. This is a solicitation of insurance. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together, we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me, and uh, make sure you get over to ABC Auto Body Central. Those folks are amazing, and uh, they'll get you back in your car after an accident. In fact, they'll work with your insurance company. There's just nobody better. And remember, I said this, when you get in an accident, get ABC, because they're, they're so much better than the rest. And the reason I say that is they have decades of experience. They know how to work with the insurance companies. They'll inform you every step of the way. It's what they did with me. And uh, my, I was back in my car in a GIF, and it looked beautiful. So I, I, I'm telling you, ABC Auto Body Central in Washington is the, is the best place to go get your car fixed. Um, your auto body, it's amazing. Um, ABC, just think ABC. You'll love these guys. They're honest, and they know what they're doing, and they'll uh, put you back in your car. Uh, your car will be safe and ready to go, and uh, it'll look pretty. 
Anyway, welcome uh, back to the show. I wanted to talk just for a minute about rural America. We get this we get this debate tonight about rural America. You know what? Freedom is freedom. Liberty is liberty. Just get out. Get the hell out of our way and let us do what we do. These 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 people always think these candidates always think, oh, the rural issues. I got to speak a little differently and roll up my sleeves and wear my cowboy boots that I got out of the dust so that I can impress these ranchers and farmers. And then I got to go back to the city folk and speak differently to them. No, actually, liberty's liberty. If you were doing your job, you would just you would just defend liberty for everybody. Why it's, does it bother me so bad when I hear stuff like that? Well, it bothers me because they constantly do everything they can to make this area grow. Yeah. So it's not rural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so but true. But they treat it as rural. Yeah, they treat it well. And and they 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 put on the rolled up sleeves and the and the slower talk and mm-hmm. the, I'm just like you and I can't wait to hear all the stories of I was raised on a farm. Um no you weren't raised on a farm. Oh my gosh, it drives me crazy. You know what? Uh, some might be, but they've been living in the city a little too long. I just don't like pandering like that. I don't like pandering and and I was looking at an article with Cox um and uh who's running for governor and it was uh, I'm going to bring a rural mindset to the governor's office. Really? When you were lieutenant governor, did you do that? Did you do that? Mm. Is there is there anything you did? It, it's amazing to me that that's the headline of the article. Pandering to rural so that he can get the vote down here? Oh, rural, you'll get something if you put me in office. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can't wait to see what happens there. Um, it's just amazing to me. You know what? If they were doing their real job... Uh, governing a state would not be very difficult and uh, they wouldn't have their their fingers in the pockets of everybody and everything and you would just defend liberty i don't understand why we need to get money from the state or from uh-huh. the feds or right why why don't we just do what we uh, well we couldn't afford things like the electric theater i yeah. guess if we didn't get all that other money. <laughs> i guess hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead Hi, Kate. Hi On uh, Saturday night, my husband and I went to the Hughes uh-huh. uh, gathering over at Veteran. How did and that go? I'll tell you, he really had a lot of good things to say. That's and good. I don't know. I'm That's really good. leaning towards him for this uh, election. He well, he sounds mm-hmm. he sounds like he's more for us in Southern. Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of people are. I mean, I think, you know, what you're going to get with a huntsman as he was governor 20 years ago or 15 years ago. And he's such a globalist. And that's why Obama picked him. I mean, I can't imagine putting him in office. I can't imagine putting Spencer Cox in office after he gleefully um, shut us all down in a heartbeat and and was ponying up to New York and Fauci for this uh, for this four way phase phase in thingy that they've got going the color coded Sesame Street thing. And so uh, to a new normal, he. I, I can't imagine getting either one of those two in. So I would never vote for Cox or Huntsman. And, um, and you know, I have some issues with Hughes, but out of out of the lot, I would say he's the only one you got a chance with. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Really appreciate the call. Have a good day. Thank you. So. It's still just a prayer that he lives up to what he says. Yeah. I mean, we've heard lots of politicians right, say lots of things yep. over the years that never came about. Yeah. And his record isn't super stellar. No. But there's a chance. There's a chance. So all I'm saying is, is with him, you've got a chance, I guess. But with the other two, you know, you don't have a chance. Yeah, and no snowballs chance at help. all. Anyway, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, wasn't Greg Hughes responsible for the inland port? 
Uh, yeah, he was one of those, I think, that uh, signed off on that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying is you've got and problems. And then he appointed himself yeah. to the board, uh-huh. which was responsible for acquiring yeah. land for the inland. And then come to find out he had land mm-hmm. yeah. where they removed it to. That, yeah. To yeah. me, that's... That's yeah. No way, man. I ain't voting for you. Yep. yep. So That's you, have corruption. To, you have to choose wisely in this one because I'm telling you, it's not like we have a whole ton of choice, right? So, and I'm not crazy about Iverson because I've seen him have a lot of excuses yeah. through the years. So, you know, it, it, it's a tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah. Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. And yeah, some great points there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uncle Milty, anything? I just the inland port thing is a is yeah, a bad a, thing yeah. too. I just I don't yeah the I don't inland, like the whole idea of this inland port thing. The inland port and the ushering in of the UN and having their only meeting here and it, it, it's just such a globalist yep, mindset that that's that, what it is that is heavily heavily run by Zions Bank and Gail Miller Incorporated. So and Derek Miller Incorporated and so all these people are locked up with them and. Mayor Pike is locked up with all these people, and you've got this uh, chief of police down here locked up. And I can't even believe how many people were horrified, by the way, on uh, Mayor Pike and his little sign that he was holding. So that was interesting. <laughs> these uh, white silence equals black deaths uh, oh, yeah. in there, right with the crowd. That was that was pretty sickening. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hi. Um, you have you have a very influential radio show, and I'll tell you why I'm saying this. Sure. Because you caused me to think about your show almost all weekend. Really? That is awesome. Yeah, really. I love that. That is so cool. It's oh, like the best compliment ever. Yeah, well, well, there was, a, there was a topic that came up that had me thinking mm-hmm. pretty strongly about it most of the weekend off and on. Okay. So I started, so I started, um, so, well, first of all, let's, let's, I just wanted to mention something to you. My wife was one of those statistics that was in the hospital. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's COVID. It's okay, COVID. she she went in for a heart issue, <laughs> uh, a lot of pain in her chest. Right, and she was immediately tested for COVID. She said the COVID test, frankly, was worse than the heart issue. She said that was bad, <laughs> but anyway, uh, they they kept her overnight. The little gal, that the orderly or a nurse's assistant or whatever it was that was transferring into the overnight observation area, was almost in tears. I had to run home and get her meds, her transplant. Oh. She's a transplant patient. Oh, no. She's had a kidney transplant. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to run home and get her meds, bring them back to her so she could have them. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, while you were gone, the little gal that was wheeling me was almost in tears. And I said, what happened? And I said, she was afraid I was a COVID patient. And she said, these people are so scared down here. They, they, the, the, they're just petrified that they're going to get this COVID. And she says, I have to go home to my little children, and I'm so afraid. And she says, honey, I don't have COVID. I've been tested. It'll be 30 minutes before we get the test back. Right. But I've been sequestered for a long time. I'm a kidney transplant patient. I don't right. go out in crowds as a general rule anyway, all winter long mm-hmm. particularly. So yeah. no worries. You know, right, I don't have right. <sighs> okay. Wow. So now i got to get to the, the subject of my call. Okay. Okay. So you were discussing the... Uh, the pretty reprehensible actions that are going on across our country with these demonstrations. Right. Okay. With uh, different groups that are parading banners around Lives Matter and Antifa and Mm -hmm. the other uh, more militant groups, uh, who knows who and what and where. Any cause to riot, they just want to go riot and tear apart stores and steal a bunch of things and run out and whatever. Reprehensible. Agreed. Everyone agrees. Sure. The worst. Sure. So... 
you were talking about the mayor getting involved. Mm-hmm. So I know John pretty well. Okay. okay. So I had this is why I thought about this all weekend long because listen, I understand. I understand the aggravation, and I was getting more and more not necessarily upset, but more concerned. The mm-hmm. more I listened to your. Because, you, you know, I respect what you say. Mm-hmm. I think you're a very, very smart lady. And mm-hmm. obviously you got, you're in a position that you have a lot of influence. And I wanted to listen to what you had to say. So I went back mm-hmm. and I messaged John. Right. Now, I'm not, not going to go through the whole message, but mm-hmm. I, I told him how worried I was. Uh, putting militant groups and associating with them. Uh, Black Lives Matter, it, sure. it's worrisome to me. You know, mm-hmm. I. Oh, where'd you go? Hello? Did we lose him? And tune in Wait, tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> did we lose him? Yeah, apparently. Bummer. He'll okay. call back. He'll call back. Hello? All right. Huh. Okay. Well, call back in. Yeah. I'll take your call. Because um, I really do want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And I guess it's going to be along, this, along the lines of uh, Pike wanting to come down and just, oh, there we go, of, of wanting to, okay, are you there? We lost you. It was probably my fault. Okay. I don't know. Okay, you know, so technology so, and me don't mix sometimes. So what was the anyway, response? Well, so I, what I wanted to say is I texted him and I told him how concerned I was for those the very points that you brought up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm pretty involved politically. Uh-huh. Um, my background is I, I'm I'm uh, with the board of realtors here locally, and I was the governmental affairs committee chair for years, okay. for several years. I was sure. also the former board president. I've been to D.C. numerous times, mm-hmm. seven, six, seven, eight times. I sat on Stewart's desk and a bishop when he was a congressman mm-hmm. and and both our okay. senators, Hatch, and right. all of them. I've been there a lot. Okay, sure. So I know these guys, and I kind of know how the system works pretty well. I've also been associated with our state guys. And there's absolutely placating that goes on, and I won't mm-hmm. even get into all that mess. Right. But, but. Okay. So I confront, I didn't confront John, but I asked him some of the pointed questions that I had after listening to the subject of your show. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm pretty darn concerned of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I was respectful because he's a friend of mine. I talked to him respectfully. I know him personally. Sure. So he answered me back. Okay. And he says, Bill, he says, Bill, he said, um, this is a tightrope that I'm having to walk. He says, we are trying to uh-huh. um, keep the peace and keep these kids so they have a chance to voice whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. Let them know that we're not your enemy. Mm-hmm. We're your friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say what you want to. Don't do anything disrespectful or unlawful or violent. Mm-hmm. Just let's hear you out and say your piece and do what you want to do. And I And then I texted him back and I said, you know, if that's what you're doing, I understand it's a, it's hate. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I thought about this. I said, you know what? I don't agree with my wife all the time. I don't mm-hmm. agree with my best friend all the time. Mm-hmm. Politically, I don't agree with anyone all the time, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what their political persuasion is. Mm-hmm. But I said, I will allow you. I mean, this is to myself. I didn't text. I didn't send this mm-hmm. as a message to him. But I thought to myself, I will allow you that latitude to use your best judgment mm-hmm. to do what you think is best mm-hmm. to to keep the peace, so right. to speak, with these young people Let, mm-hmm. who are out 
doing their demonstrations and their whatever they feel they need to do mm-hmm. to valid- validate their feelings that mm-hmm. there is there should be no racial discrimination. Yeah. Well, Look, there has been forever and for eternity. There yeah. always will be. Well, if you mm-hmm. look different from me, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can relate to you. Therefore, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to associate with you. And it goes from that to worse. Okay. So that. That but, is the, what I, I wanted to bring up, and sure. then you can, you know, oh, I, yeah. I, I really would like to hear your take. Oh, I have such a take, and I have no to go. Problem. To, I literally have to go to a break right now, but I'm going to answer this <laughs> well, on the after flip the, side. After the break, I'm yes. just going to listen. Okay, you, you got it. it. You and Uncle Milton do you talk got about it. it to see I have so much to say. Thank you for the call, by the way. I love it. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are really bad. (laughs) Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix. That's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code CANYON. You rely on home delivery now more than ever before. St. George Water Store provides home delivery of clean, fresh, safe, alkaline drinking water. No contracts, no hidden fees, and no delivery charges. Order home delivery today at sgwaterstore.com. That's sgwaterstore.com. Time apart has taught us. In our social distance, we found space. Space to ponder. Space to connect. Space to imagine. Space to heal. In the emptiness, we found meaning. In silence, we found beauty. We've learned to listen more intently, to discover more deeply. In separation, we've discovered there is so much more to find when we find our space. Find your space. This summer might be a bit different. There's a good chance you're planning on spending more time closer to home. The Ashley Home Store is here to make sure your time spent around the house is more comfortable. Make your way to the Ashley Home Store for great prices on family-friendly sectionals that make summer movie nights relaxing and more fun for the entire family. Check out their huge selection of dining room sets that get the entire family together for summer dinners and family game nights. Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center and find the perfect mattress at the perfect price for every member of your family. Look for the special orange tags throughout the store for even bigger savings. Make sure to ask an Ashley team member about their Acceptance Now program to help if you have bad credit or no credit. If you're spending more time around the house this summer, let the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store make it more comfortable. 
East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. Hi, this is Dave from Morgan Pest Control. I'd like to take this opportunity to voice our appreciation to all the healthcare workers on the front line. Your tireless effort and commitment to fighting the COVID-19 virus is inspiring and highly valued. And for that, we thank you. Right now at Morgan Pest Control, we are offering $60 for your first four months, which equals $15 a month. We are locally owned and operated and doing our part to support local businesses. Call 435-673-9172 to schedule your appointment today. And thanks again for Morgan Pest Control. Hi, Shanna from Nuvia Dental Implant Center. One of my favorite things about being part of the Nuvia team is when our clients look in the mirror and see their smile for the first time. This is what one of our clients recently had to say. I was embarrassed and ashamed of my teeth. I stopped going to the dentist altogether. I heard about Nuvia and tried one more time. The staff was so nice and kind. When I finally saw my teeth, I was so excited. The only regret I had was that I didn't do it earlier. Go to NuviaSmiles.com radio to get your free virtual consultation. Despite the swings on Wall Street, you need to make your money last in retirement. Abe Ashton breaks down how to do it Tuesday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU. Or connect at AshtonWealth.com. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what state of life you're in. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And the sign said long-haired freaky people need not apply. So I took my hair up under my hat and I went in to ask him why. Kate Daly Show, I have so much to say right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I really love the caller that called in, yeah. and uh, thank you for that. And he had a conversation with uh, Mayor John Pike, because he was upset after hearing my show Friday and, and calling out what they were doing down there. I was really appalled by what they were doing. Let me point out a couple of things that, that might have been helpful, I think, if, if this would have gone back in the email as they did an email exchange or, or, or a message exchange. Because John Pike's um, retort or, or comment was, I'm watching walking a tightrope, just make sure I'm not mistaken here. I'm walking a tightrope and I wanted to make sure they kept the peace. Right? That's yeah. the that's the comment. Okay. Just making sure. If I have that wrong, please call up caller. Okay. Here's a couple of very, very obvious problems with that statement. Let me start with the most obvious. 
he tells you that he has to go down there to keep the peace and that he's walking some sort of weird tightrope. Okay. That he has to keep the peace. What does that tell you about what he knows about the organization and the rally itself? Dixie uh, College, who, where he is on the board, allowed Black Lives Matter to open in the beginning of or the middle of February, their first office. What great timing. And the guy wasn't even the leader of it, isn't even a college student. But they agreed to house this organization, knowing that there that the, the clear audience there was going to be young 20 somethings, college students, 18 year olds. OK, if you uh, think that this is going to be a peaceful organization, why in the world would you have to go down to keep the peace? I know it's so obvious, right? <laughs> so that's a problem because that means foreknowledge of knowing the kind of entity that he's hooking up with or being a part of. When I say hooking up with, I mean, he didn't just go down to keep the peace. He told a lot of people um, messaging people saying, oh, they just happened to get a picture when I was only down there for two minutes. And that's the picture they put on the front page. And I was just trying to make sure it went nicely. Why? Because you were worried? Huh. Anyway, so what does he do? He goes 10 steps beyond. He gets his little has his little black mask on, even though he's outside, which looks totally ridiculous. Nobody around him. Uh, none of the other officials had masks on. But anyway, he gets a mask on for a social cue, virtue signal. Then he grabs a, a sign. OK, he grabs a sign that says white silence equals black deaths. Really? Has he actually crunched the numbers? Does he actually know that to be true? And why in the world would you march with a group that you already have feelings about that? Man, this could go really bad. Because it's going bad all over the country because this group promotes violence. So I need to be down there. But, hey, I don't just need to be down there. I'm actually going to take part. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to hand out water bottles and popsicles and I'm going to make sure they all stick around and I'm going to take part. I'm not going to educate anybody. I'm not going to walk around and talk to these kids. I'm not going to tell them what black black lives matters means. No, 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 no. I'm just going to march with them. So they think that the mayor is behind them. The chief of police is behind them. And what does that do? It tells these 20 somethings that they're on the right track with the right message. That's what it tells them. Yes. And guess what? Did he have to walk a tightrope or go down to try and keep the peace at the Liberty Movement? You know why he didn't? Because he knew they were going to keep the laws. Because he knew these people were uh, very mindful of not stopping traffic, of not doing anything like that. He knew they weren't going to do that. Do you know he permitted these young people to, to block traffic? That's not okay. That is not okay. And here's the deal. He was not worried about the group that wanted to go back to work, was he? No, he was not. And you know what? He never went down there just to poke his head in and see how things were going. There's no tightrope here. It's a lie. There's no tightrope. Nobody asked him to go down and march with Black Lives Matters. Okay? There was no reason to be down there, and there was no reason to put himself in that group. Same thing with the pro-abortion rallies he always attends. Same thing with the LGBT festivals that he attends and that he pays for the signs on on, on the main street of this town. So sorry, but it doesn't sell. So when 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 you when somebody out there is going, well, I just was super concerned. No, he wasn't concerned. He wanted to be right there in the thick of it. He wanted to march with him. And you know what? People are finally realizing that he uh, is a a liberal nightmare. Hi, caller. I know I'm trying to get there. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. It's me again. Oh, good, 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 good. I'm so glad you called so, back. So- so Excellent. I just wanted to clarify a couple of things. Okay. So, no, you're, uh, listen, don't, don't see your points are right on the mark. I'm like, I totally get them. But I wanted to say the tightrope verbiage was mine. Oh, okay. 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 So, 
So what happened was on the uh, and the reason I lost you last time is I touched my Instagram thing because I was trying to read, okay. read it. When you touch it, it starts sure. dialing him. So that's why I lost you. Sure. So um, he he what he said paraphrasing is we're t- I'm trying to keep a lid on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the tensions are running high, mm-hmm. but. It's almost entirely local people and students in high school or at DSU. And a lot from Vegas. trying to give them space mm-hmm. to say their message and offering to listen to them and change whatever we could that's appropriate or whatever. And then I said, well, that's a tightrope. I'm glad you're walking, and, you know, uh-huh. we'll have to trust your judgment on that. So, again, Kate, listen, mm-hmm. we can disagree. Everyone can disagree sure. respectively or respectfully disagree or, or non-respectfully. You can get mm-hmm. mad. I mean, that's fine. Everyone can. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't agree 100%. In fact, I was really interested to get your take on sure. the political candidates of our running for governor people. Sure. Uh, that's, a, that's a whole other subject. I've hosted mayor's forums. I've been the moderator. Mm-hmm. Uh, met with each of those governor candidates, uh-huh. too. Sure. And listen, I don't agree with anybody on everything. Right. I mean, I just don't. I mean, mm-hmm. that's part of that's part of the political discourse, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have that right well, to disagree or agree on how somebody's yeah. handling something. Yeah. But. But I just wanted to say, mm-hmm. in, in not defense of John Pike, mm-hmm. but that's how he chose to handle it. If mm-hmm. we don't like it, well, you know, when elections come up, we'll, I, we'll vote someone that I we hope we agree do. with more. I hope we that's do. That's how he thought was the yeah. best thing yeah. that he could do to do it. And, yeah. you know, it may have been exactly wrong. Uh-huh. But that's what he thought. That's what he thought. You yeah. know, that's, that was his, it's just, his it's, choice. And, mm-hmm. you know, that seems I, to be coming up more and more. we have to give him that latitude. He's sitting in that seat right now. Well, it seems to come up more and more. So I see him at more and more of these types of events and not anything regarding liberty events or um, with the liberty-minded folks. And so that's why I have and a problem with that. Yeah. I think I think I have a problem with that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I disagree. I think the, the, the support for right causes and mm-hmm. the things that should be should be endorsed and supported by the city sometimes aren't. Yeah. And he is the he is the figurehead of the city. There's yeah. no doubt about oh, it. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, that is, sent a strong message. Right now. It sent he a strong message council. to the youth. And they need to be out there in front of it and not behind it. I agree. Yep. But, and, you know, I, I don't think they were. And, well, I don't think they were walking around educating folks on Black Lives Matters because him on the no. board of Dixie State allowing Black Lives Matter to open a chapter there and knowing and, and honestly admitting that's really admitting to the problem of, you know, this group is not a good group when you think you have to go down to keep the peace i mean then you know it's not a good group so why in the world did they accept that at dixie state college see so so here's the thing i think there's some and i'm not i'm not using this in a derogatory Mm -hmm. way but i think there's some ignorance sometimes Mm -hmm. with political people as well as administrators Mm -hmm. that they really don't know what they're signing on to listen if you really study who these groups are and Mm -hmm. what they represent Mm-hmm. I, if you still want to sign on with them, well, then that says something. Well, he but did. You, he did say he had to go down to keep the peace. That's that. That's kind of foreknowledge that this is not a pleasant group and that they haven't been pleasant all over the country. So you got to know that there's, well, you know. Well, I mean? he said. He said again. Tensions are running high. Mm-hmm. It's almost entirely local people. We're trying to give them enough space mm-hmm. to say their message. He didn't say to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. He said. He was there just to kind of be, listen, I'm the mayor of St. Right. George. Who put the sign in his hands, right though? protest. Good for you. Yeah. Protest. But, who, but, uh, but, but he was marching with violent. them. Did that bother you that, he's, that he has, actually has a sign that says white uh, silence equals black death? I mean, he had a sign. Yes. I mean, this isn't like he was oh, yes. just there to poke oh, his head yes. in. Yeah. 
Okay. No, no, no. That sends the yeah. wrong message. I mean, I grew up in segregation. Uh-huh. I, I, uh, I'm of an age that I was bused 20 miles to an elementary school in right. a large metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. And I had to, to be bused. I could walk to an elementary school from my house, but I had to be bused 20 miles to another right. elementary school mm-hmm. so I could be a token white kid with right. some darker skin. Sure. Fellows. And sure. Students. So I, I know I totally get that. Yeah. I, I absolutely get it. Well, thank you. Um, I've had that experience. So yeah. I anyway, I appreciate what you do. Uh-huh. I appreciate you bringing it to light. You bet. And I appreciate the discussion. I think it's important to have. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah. yeah, I <laughs> I think he he I don't think there's anybody on the planet right now that doesn't know what Black Lives Matters is all about because they showed up in Baltimore and Ferguson. And so to allow mm-hmm. them on Dixie State College campus without it wasn't a student bringing them on. And then to encourage this rally by the Dixie State fo- football teams, you know, encouraging the rally and then to show up and have a sign and march with them. I, I didn't see any education going on there. Um, I saw a lot of pandering. I saw a lot of chief of police pandering and I saw a lot of Larkin, uh, Daniel Larkin and, and Greg MacArthur uh, pandering. And I, I that that was pretty evident. Um, and then I see a lot of Mayor Pike pandering. So I, to me, sorry. Um, where were all of them during the Liberty March for opening businesses that John Pike closed? Hmm. Remember when he closed the golf courses mm-hmm. and the playgrounds, which made zero sense, and he just did it to be a good old boy. So sorry. I, I do seem to remember reading uh-huh. a quote, though, in one of the articles that yeah. he said to keep the peace. I know. I, he wasn't keeping the peace, though. He was clearly siding with the organization. Mm-hmm. So mantra. And that does not that's not OK. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. I, uh, I could hear the tension in your voice as you went to break, <laughs> chomping at the bit <laughs> to respond. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I, I, too, have been listening to his second call, just chomping at the bit, uh-huh. ready to respond. To Go him. right ahead. And, I don't have a lot of time. This, yeah. Go right ahead. I've used this before, but if you've ever seen the movie Braveheart, where uh-huh. the son goes to the father who's hiding with leprosy up in the castle, mm-hmm. telling the, the townsfolk that he's away. He tells them of an insurrection, a, a, a commoner named Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fights with passion, blah, blah, blah. And the guy says, oh, you know, it's very easy to follow uh, uncompromising men, but it's mm-hmm. the exactly the ability to compromise that makes a man noble. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great learning point because it's the exactly the ability to not compromise exactly. that makes a man noble and makes a man courageous, makes a man strong, mm-hmm. makes a man righteous. And no matter how you slice it, as you know, we live in a society where, well, I think this and therefore it's okay. And free agency is a wonderful thing, but it doesn't change simple truths. A great man, Spencer W. Kimball, I believe his name is, Mm -hmm. said the opinions of men cannot alter absolute truths. There you Uh, go. That wise men will, will learn that they discover truths, not create them. And for the mayor to go and do what he did, mm-hmm, hold the, the sign just grossly repre- reprehensible, it's, it's the only word to describe it is cowardice and opportunist. And mm-hmm. as a liberal, mm-hmm. which clearly, and, and as you know, we're in a, we're in a kind of a winding up uh, yeah. part of, uh, of life. And there's going to be, and we see it already, a great divide between right and wrong, good and evil. Mm-hmm. And the more people that try and seek the the gray, sludgy, lukewarm middle ground, like the caller, tr- desperately trying to, mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, we can agree to disagree. We can dis- agree or disagree, but you're still wrong and I'm still right. <laughs> not because I said it, uh-huh. but because I actually see things for the way they are. And unfortunately, there's fewer and fewer people that do see that. 
And in my neighborhood here in St. George and in my church, I'm surrounded by good people who are clueless, who Mm -hmm. don't. There's really good and evil. There's really right and wrong. And it doesn't matter what I think. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you think. What matters is what is so. Right. And the ability to to see that and to have the guts to stand for that and mm-hmm. say, I don't give a crap what kind of effect this has on right. my job, on my position yep. In, yep. in public office, whether I'm looked upon in, in, in more negative light. That yeah. doesn't matter. You stand for what you know is true and correct. And that's why we have to get every level out of Amen, brother. And politics, and if we did that, the country would yep. uh, we wouldn't have any teachers or politicians. Amen, <laughs> brother. Thank you so much. I love the phone call. Thank you. Thank you for that. That was a great call. It was a great call. You know, when somebody says to me, "Well, let's just agree to disagree." Mm-hmm. What they're saying to me is, okay, I know you're right. Let's end it here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know what Black Lives Matters is. And um, and I I think if you're going down there and your city council and your chief of police kneeling and you're you're handing out water bottles and popsicles and and all of those things and, and you're not doing you're not you're not caring about the businesses that are out there protesting, but you're caring about Black Lives Matters because this was clearly a Black Lives Matters event. Um. There's a huge problem with that. And when you see these things go over and over and over again with a particular mayor, that's a problem. Sorry. I, I don't. Yeah, it's I don't yep. know how you can ignore it um, because it's again and again and again. He's he's showing his colors. And so believe him when people show you who they are, believe them. And this, it should be about uh, liberty, not pandering to a group. But I appreciate all the phone calls. Though. I thought they were oh, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, on to uh, Dr. Duke Pesto. We have a couple of things to tell you about. Wow. Um, some some events, some things, some things. That's all I'm going to say. Some things coming up. Uh, don't go anywhere on the Kate Daly Show. that this virus was created in a laboratory. I wouldn't use the word created, but you can't say naturally occurring if it was by way of the laboratory. So it's very clear this virus was manipulated, These, this family of viruses was manipulated and studied in a laboratory where the animals were taken into the laboratory, and this is what was released, whether deliberate or not. That cannot be naturally occurring. Somebody didn't go to a market, get a bat, the virus didn't jump directly to humans. That's not how it works. That's accelerated viral evolution. If it was a natural occurrence, it would take it up to 800 years to occur. This occurred from SARS-1 within a decade. That's not, that's not naturally occurring. And do you have any ideas of where this occurred? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it occurred between the North Carolina laboratories, Fort Detrick, U.S. Army Research Institute of Infectious Disease, and the Wuhan Laboratory. It's hard to ignore the death tolls. People have been dying. They are dying from this in in quite alarming numbers. How do you reconcile that? Uh, um, It's pretty easy when you see, um, for me, when you see what the government has done, and that is that they took 
quoting Dr. Burks, we've taken a, a very, very liberal, liberal approach. approach to mortality. If my husband were to die, who has COPD, his lungs have fibrosis, his lungs would look exactly like somebody with COVID-19, theoretically, but he has no evidence of infection. So if you're not testing and you don't have evidence of infection, and if he walked in there today, you know, they'd call it COVID-19. And, and we hear this from the doctors and nurses who are upset. Hi there, that was Judy Mikovits, Dr. Mikovits, uh, explaining, um, the reporting explaining that there were a lot of labs here in conjunction with Wuhan that uh, that helped uh, to start this. But by all means, you know, you have two converging narratives. You have one where they want to get people out riding and looting, but how do you do that when you have a lockdown with COVID? Hmm. So you come out and you tell people that it's okay to protest and riot. You won't get COVID there. But if you, if you want to protest your business being um, hampered by, you know, all these these little guidelines coming out where you can only have 30% of people in your business and, and yada, 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 or you want to do business like in California. Well, if you want to protest that you're going to catch it. But if you're out there rioting and looting, you won't catch it. It's a very yeah. smart virus. Church. Very yes. smart. Yeah. Rioting. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to church. You can go to Walmart, the post office and Costco. But, um, but here we are. Can you believe that we're in June and we're still dealing with this nonsense? And I really appreciate uh, Dr. Pesta for coming on and kind of shedding a light. We talked about the destruction of statues, our history and, uh, and, and people out there, rioters and looters, looters calling them monuments of hate. Are they monuments of hate or are they just a monument of what happened in history? Uh, you can read into that what, what you want. But what's sad is that we have uh, people defacing all these and then the, the statues themselves not even being protected. No. And so they're removing these statues to to kind of quell the rioting. Um, wow, that was opportunistic, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it didn't quell the rioting. No, and it didn't. And it won't. It wouldn't because that's not enough for them. See, it's all based on emotion. And these people get behind. I don't want a symbol of hate. It's not a symbol of hate. These are symbols of achievement. They're symbols of learning moments. They're symbols that happened in history. And if you have context and perspective... They won't bother you. That's right. Because you go, that happened then. This is us now. It's the it's the lunatics out there, the leftist lunatics. They get so involved in their own emotion, they can't separate the two, and everything gets out of a is seen through the 2020 lens um, of our year because they can't they cannot understand that other things can happen through a country's. You know, uh, through the time of, a, of, of us being a country, that things were not the same 100 years ago and 200 years ago. They can't reconcile that in their brain. So that's kind of an amazing thing. I, I, I'm shocked. I'm just shocked that we have even I, I even have people in my own community that want to take down the, these kinds of things. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing to me. It's history. Oh, my gosh. Are we that dumb? So he also talked about the rioting and looting and protesting now all being one, like it's an accepted form of this. And then, of course, Minneapolis City Council declaring that they voted to dismantle, you know, their police department. Oh, yeah. Defund them. Uh, defund them. And, uh, and like, uh, like Dr. Pesta said, and like we said on the show last week, what are we going to get with that? Well, I feel like we're going to get a lot more technology, invasion, invasion of privacy, more drones, more machines. We're also going to get more of a federal answer the federal answer is not good if they disband the police department in the city mm -hmm. and crime starts escalating the people are going to accept any form of policing they get at that point yeah 
and it will be a federal police department that yeah. answers to no one locally. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They think they have troubles now. Yeah. Have a police department that answers to no one locally. Oh, I, I just, I, I can't imagine because right now you can change the system. You can work within the system to change it if you wanted to. But in order to do what they're asking us to do, um, that would mean, see, they think that it's going to be like, like Dr. Pesta said, social workers and people like, <laughs> like, oh no, that's exactly no, what no, it's no. not going to be. In fact, it's ridiculous to think that what they're asking for. And this is why I have no respect for this type of, if you want to call it protest, I guess you can, the supporting of black lives matters is because this is what they're all about. It's uh, it's the more federal UN answer to everything. This is why Floyd's family went to the UN. For help. Oh, my gosh. You know, another real major problem mm-hmm. is these large corporations and their marketing departments. Right. The marketing departments are people, they're, they're filled with people that are trying to guess which way should we go on this issue mm-hmm. to make the most for our business. Yeah. They're not interested in any of the What's outcomes right of, or, no, mm-hmm. not a bit. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to guess which should we back for the best yep. part of our business. There was a picture of a, of a, a couple people in a Chick-fil-A. They had T-shirts on that said, back the blue on the back. Mm-hmm. They were posted as though they were made to wear these to back the police department. Wow. Actually, they were from 2015, and they were backing... They were backing a football team. You're kidding. No. So it it was a That just makes me A sick. local football yeah. team called the Blue. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with the police. Oh my gosh. I know there's also like a there's also like a picture too of Abraham Lincoln's face bashed in on the memorial. That actually I don't think that I think that was photoshopped by the way. The top part of it, but they mm-hmm. did get to the bottom of it. Oh, and they're, yeah. and they're going around defacing all kinds of monuments. So you really have to kind of do a deep dive and and look at all the stuff that's being passed around as fact right now. Be real careful what you're passing around, but they are getting rid of monuments and cities are taking them down to to sort of uh, make peace, right? Well, they don't have to make peace. History is history. Those monuments stand because they're history. So it's amazing to me that you would even have a mayor that would cave to that. But we've seen mayors cave to, say, Mm -hmm. like the Redskins or like all kinds of different, you know, um, you know, things out there that they've changed in order to make peace. It's kind of insane. And so um, I'm... we have um, also, like I said, all these corporations are sort of raising the, oh, let's kind of say um, the the propaganda level, all all making sure that the commercials, everything that you're seeing right now supports this Marxist group, Black Lives Matter. Mm. Um, it's amazing to watch the corporations jump in and do their thing because that's actually, I think, what's ratcheting it up the most. The media is always going to ratchet it up. And they always mm. have in the past, but not everybody was getting in on it. Now everybody's getting in on it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. So when do we start dismantling the Lincoln Memorial? Right. Yeah, that's what they would love to do. Isn't it amazing? I mean, let's yeah, let's get right down to it and uh, and take care of the white privileged racists who started this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what they want to do. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing. I mean, if you if you don't pay attention to history, mm-hmm. you're bound to repeat it. Yep. 
But if you're a revisionist and you revise history, then you can manipulate people to whatever it is you want them to think history was. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, it takes all humility out of the lives that were lost mm-hmm. and the, the dedication that people have had to freedom mm-hmm. and liberty, and that's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Absolutely. We will repeat it. We are repeating it because of our ignorance. This is really, really, it does shine a light on the lack of um, lack of education in our country and not being able to see things as they were and to be able to say, okay, back in this time, they this is what they believe. This is what they did. Everything has to be seen out of this lens. It's emotional. That's what it is. Yeah, because if you had an educated mm-hmm. population who learned about history mm-hmm. in school, you couldn't revise it. They've learned it already. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a little, a little hard now. to revise with them. That's about, that you're right. You're right. That makes a great point. Absolutely. But we have no control over our school yeah. curriculums anymore. No, we don't. And so right now, right now they're kind of shoving two different narratives together, right? They're saying that you can't march. You can march a protest, but you can't march a protest for your business. Okay. And they're also saying that the second wave, second wave, you're going to keep hearing that over and over again. They're prepping us for the fall. They're, they can't they can't get away with it right now, even though they're even trying to say, I think in some reports I saw it was, a, it was the rioting's going to be. No, I'm um, sorry, COVID. This is getting out of hand. Anyway, the lie will continue this fall. We should say to be continued this fall, shouldn't we? That's what's going to happen. And they're going to get people uh, hook, line, and sinker thinking that this is going to actually be factual. Um, it's not. And the reporting's been skewed. And so we've got these two different competing narratives going on right now. And are they political? <laughs> well, you certainly can chime in on this, but you're not going to see any rallies. You're not going to hardly see any debates. Biden doesn't they don't want Biden to look like a moron and he will he'll say he'll put his foot in his far foot in his throat so 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 far down they won't be able to get it out and you know what you won't see all the people clamoring to the Trump rallies which is kind of an interesting thing so is the election at stake yes yeah um and then uh, what do you think is going to happen we'll take your calls right after the break but what do you think is going to happen in this election I, I, I don't know. I, I think when, when they're able to do it to this kind of madness out there, all the deaths that have occurred because of the rioting, all the destruction that's occurred, the police standing down, which is really their, their main job. This is their job is to protect lives and, and uh, property, but they're being told to stand down. We have a big, big problem right now. And it really it doesn't have a lot to do with the election. It has everything to do with who's willing and who's on board to spread this kind of propaganda and to get people uh, this um, poorly educated. I mean, there's just so much more going on in this country. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Hey, Jen, come check this out. I think I finally found one. I love it. Yeah, I really do, too. And, you know, I just checked the price, and they're definitely the lowest price in 500 miles. So how about after dinner, let's swing by to this dealership and test drive it. Oh, Marty! Hey, Doc, you joining us for dinner or something? No! Marty, quick, what time is it? Uh, it's like five-something, I think. No, Marty, what time is it precisely? Uh, it's 5.13. 
Great Scott, there's still time! Marty, you have to go to St. George Auto Gallery before you go to dinner, not after! What? Why, Doc? Because, Marty, if you don't go to St. George Auto Gallery before dinner, Biff buys your dream car and upsets the entire space-time continuum! Oh man, Doc, that's heavy. And thus our hero, with his trusty time-traveling companion, received his dream car with the best price in 500 miles. See all the inventory at stgautodeals.com. Great Scott! This is Trudy Stilson with Cash Valley Bank. We value our clients for the high-quality relationships we build over time. In my experience, you don't build a great relationship by charging a lot of fees. That's why our services are not fee-based. We're in it for the long haul. For me, adventure isn't just about taking the big risk, but putting one foot in front of the other. That's why I'm there every step of the way for my clients at Cash Valley Bank. Mountains await. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Steeler Copies is excited to advertise your business. Increase your sales and recognition with a full-color vehicle route. We can help with all your transit needs, full wraps or decals, DOT numbers, magnets, you name it, we can print it. Turn your vehicle into your own personal mobile billboard. Take advantage of mobile advertising today by contacting your graphic designer at any Steamroller Copies location. St. George Boulevard, South River Road, or State Street in Hurricane. Steamroller Copies, always asking, what do you want to print today? Hi, this is John with Copiers for Sale, a division of Steamroller Copies. Did you know that we sell and service copiers, plotters, and more? Our unique business model allows us to offer 30 to 50% savings on your copier lease or purchase. Owning copy stores for almost three decades has taught us distinctive purchasing strategies. With our experience, we will reduce your equipment costs and give you better service. Call me now at 435-862-6000 for a free bid. That's 435-862-6000. Steamroller Copies! Right now, more than ever before, this is the perfect time to upgrade your sleep for your health and well-being. And until you sleep on a new Tempur-Pedic mattress with the highest customer satisfaction rating, you haven't really slept. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi. At Best Mattress, we have the entire line of pressure-relieving and cooling Tempur-Pedic mattresses and the highest level of safety so you can shop with confidence and peace of mind. Plus, 72 months no interest financing and free delivery. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. St. George Water Heaters understands the worst thing to come home to is water everywhere. Their superb, well-trained courtesy technician has the proper equipment to get the job done right the first time. And with the same day or at least 24-hour response time, your water heater's problems can be resolved. Protect your investment with a courteous, trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. At the same great rates, even if it's late. Call 772-9677 or stgeorgewaterheaters.com. Vetted by Angie's List and Home Advice. Hi, this is Shanna from Cox Trucking. At Cox Trucking, we want to salute not only our brave drivers, but all the professional drivers out on the road right now. While most people are being asked to stay at home, truck drivers are leaving their families and heading out across America, making sure essential supplies are delivered and stores get restocked. In our area and most others, anything that is on your store shelf is delivered by a truck. 
These unsung heroes are risking their lives and health traveling across the country, doing their job every day to make sure you have what you need, not just during this crisis, but always. So if you see a truck driver, wave and thank them for their service. At Cox Trucking, we are proud to be part of the 2 million trucks on the road today. We are part of the essential workforce and have been facing the nation's challenges for 75 years. Our trucks and drivers are on the road every day, and we continue to be in this for the long haul. Cox Trucking wishes you all health and safety as we make it through this difficult time together. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me, and a uh, big thank you to Dr. Pesta last hour coming on. Catch that on podcast if you weren't able to. He made some great points. And uh, I welcome you back, of course. Um, you know, there's a couple things going on. This has been so bizarre. Legos removing cops from their lineup. Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, right? Looney Tunes took away Elmer Fudd's shotgun. Yeah. I mean, such ridiculousness. They were even, uh, there was an editorial in the Washington Post um, all about taking down any cop shows. I mean, this is just getting so out of hand. You know, whether, whether, you know, obviously they're, 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 for some cops, some bad Chevy cops, there needs to be some changes. They need to be able to root that out. But you know what's interesting is, is we need cops. We need them. We need law enforcement. Yes. So I don't understand why in the world you'd be behind this. But this is where all the corporations, this is where all these people are not told to do this, but jumping on the bandwagon. In some cases, they could be because they're in bed with the government. But in a lot of cases, they're just jumping on the bandwagon to get the next to get the next press release um, for the woke crowd. And that's, I think, what's so pathetic about this it's pandering to the woke crowd not the awake crowd no that's you guys the awake crowd that sees it all the woke crowd is the very dangerous illiterate um do not understand history all all emotion um no context no perspective just all emotion crowd that's clamoring to go down to these rallies it's really really morale rallies riots it's so disgusting hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead caller you're live yeah, you're live. Go right ahead. Okay. Oops. Got a little spooked. Okay. Um, let's take another caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah. I don't want anybody scratching their head, mm-hmm. but these rioters, they lie, they cheat, they steal, mm-hmm. they destroy, mm-hmm. they murder. That's what communists do. Yep. Yep. And on top of that, if they have any at all, uh-huh. they've got a nasty sense of humor. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. I was going to say, it almost sounds a lot like government these mm-hmm. days, too, um, running these two narratives into the ground. Look at all the responses to things. Look at the impeachment. Look at Russia. Look at the impeachment. Look at COVID. Look at this. All emotion, all ratcheted up emotion, and not a lot of facts underneath it. Context underneath it, perspective underneath it. People are, are, are getting all these opinions. They're, they're gaining all these opinions and stands on things solely based out of emotion. This is why the youth get so corralled into this, too, is they're mm-hmm. able, they're, they're, they're a ready made audience for this. You know, colleges across the country accepting Black Lives Matter groups at their colleges. Why do you think they plant the office at the college? 
Why do you, why do you think they don't rent a spot and go down in like everyone else and go have an office somewhere? Yeah, it's always right. it's usually at a university because that's their ready made crowd. Sure. Um, it's really it's really quite sickening actually. Um, and so how are we going to how are we going to get ahead of this? What are we going to do? And what do you think is going to happen with the election? What do you think is going to happen? Because I get that a lot. Yeah, I. I really believe that what's happening right now is a lot of people are laying back. They're frightened at what they see going on. They're becoming more and more aware of what progressive means. Mm -hmm. And I think they're just being quiet and biding their time, and they're going to vote conservative in the election. I think the president will win by a landslide. I think we're going to see a lot of new Republican governors, a lot of Republicans in our local elections. Mm Mm-hmm. I really believe that's what's going to happen. I, I, I guess it's just because I can't believe people are so ignorant that they're eating this stuff up and they're going to vote Democrat. I was, listen- <laughs> I was listening to a liberal and the liberal was saying to me, not to me, just saying in general, I loved going down to that, that protest. See, they won't call it a riot, even no, though no. it's all Black Lives Matters. That's what they're there for, Black Lives Matters. But anyway... Um, so I'm going down to this protest and people are, you know, they're, they're just so kind. And I saw kindness and love, you know, not ever mentioning that they're using the worst language. I can't even reference it on, um, on the radio about, uh, certain politicians and things like that, as you could probably gather what they're saying. But I mean, the, the chanting, the, the volatility level, the tension is very, very high, right? At these at these riots and, and protests all across the country right now. And innocent police officers have been murdered. So how does that how does that reflect on us? I mean, how does that reflect on on what they're trying to do? We have a lot of deaths, right? I mean, even uh, Dr. Pesto was talking about the number of deaths we've had since it started. Seventeen yeah, deaths. Yeah, it's really, really, un- it's really sad. Mostly blacks. Right, right. Um, and it's like government. I there's a portion of government that's very necessary, very needed, right? Yeah. We've corrupted the hell out of it, but it's very it's the core essence of of what it's all about is very needed, and also um, the core essence of um, police and law enforcement that is very needed in America. Um, you do need that, and what they're supposed to be doing right now is helping um, to protect lives and property, but they're being told to stand down. And I'm not, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's just, um, that's what I'm nervous about are, are more ignorant people joining in because the corporations are telling them to, the commercials are telling them to, um, this solidarity, this blackout, you know, the blackout happened the day that Hillary testified, right? Hmm. Do you know, there's always reasons to things. There's always another element of things that that is it so she goes back in february in uh september right but she lost and she actually went to court and it was over all the a lot of over over those emails but that happened on blackout day it's kind of amazing nobody was paying attention it wasn't in the press at all Hmm. nobody's even waiting for the facts to come back on this case of the george floyd case that everybody's so ramped up on they're not. Ramped no. Up. Yeah. It's the it's the corporations and the um, the businesses and, and everyone else jumping into the fray to get their five seconds of fame and also mm. go right along. Right. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Yeah, one of the things that bothers me is these young mothers who take their kids over there and tell them how unjust America is. And that really bothers me that these young kids say, oh, we got to do something about it. we got to raise yeah. money to help them out. Instead of being down pulling an abortion, they're out there teaching how unjust America is. But these young mothers, I just can't believe they're telling their kids that America is unjust. So. I can't either. Thank you for that. I can't either. And um, by the way, you know, Nickelodeon's telling kids they have all these rights that they don't have (laughs) and that they have to be protected for all these rights, these rights that are not rights. They're demands. They're not rights, though. But that's what we're teaching our youth. Well, and and there's so many people out there that are denying reality, like they won't even check. There was a a woman, a white woman Mm -hmm. uh, on Facebook who was told, what about the 900 black babies a day that are aborted? And she says, I believe that's an exaggeration. Oh, my gosh. I, all you have to do is Google it. Yeah. You'll get 12 sites <laughs> verifying it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. I, I believe just... it's an exaggeration, yeah. she says. They, they love to pick and choose. Pick and choose what facts they go over. So how do you feel about militias? What is your, what is, what is your thought on those? And, and, and how are you feeling about that? Because I, I, this was interesting. This was from 10th Amendment Center, which I like. Uh, this is Michael from 10th Amendment Center talking about Thomas Paine. Just listen to this for, for about a minute. But first of all, my name is Michael Bolden. We broadcast live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific time from here in my home office and studio in downtown Los Angeles for the Tenth Amendment Center. Thomas Paine in 1803, a letter to Samuel Adams. As a pretense for a large standing army. Now, he's just assuming that everyone knows that a a large standing army is a problem. They don't want it. They don't want a large, permanent uh, standing professional army. He says that as a pretense for it, The danger of a foreign invasion must be bellowed forth from the pulpit, from the press, and by their public orators. So he knew, Payne knew all along, that we would always be driven to fear. We were going to be afraid of all kinds of dangerous invasions, foreign invaders. For example, John Adams in 1776, he at once said, this was back when he was really good. He said, fear is the foundation of most governments. And you've heard me say that I would just eliminate the word most. And I'm going to keep repeating that as well. But that's basically what Payne is saying here as well. They're going to use fear. They're going to bellow forth the danger of a foreign invasion. They're out to get you. So we're going to have to arm up. We're going to have to have a large, permanent standing army. And all the founders agreed that such a thing was dangerous to liberty. Yeah. In fact, in fact, on that, he also goes on to say, um, you know, there was a reason that they divided the powers to be able to declare war, right? So he's talking about foreign invaders. Right now in, in our day and age, we, our fear is coming from within. Yes. And this is the biggest problem is that we have the foreign invaders. Yes, we have that that fear driven in all the time, right? And have for a long time. We always have the boogeymen out there, right? Ready to come get us, ready to nuke us, whatever. Anyway, but the, really what's happening inside of our country, I'm actually more fearful of than ever a, a foreign invader. And this is why they needed or wanted the militias. Yes. Hold and, on, caller. Yeah, and they ahead. knew it. I mean, that's why the oath says mm-hmm. all enemies, foreign right. and, and domestic. Domestic. We're in the domestic uh, fear crisis right now. Go ahead. Go ahead, caller. You're live. Hey, Hi. I was just, uh, I just realized when you said they defaced a uh, monument about a, an uh, uh, accomplishment 54th. of blacks, that mm-hmm. what it has actually happened mm-hmm. is racists have shanghaied mm-hmm. the black uh, equality movement. 
Yeah. That's yep. what they want. Yeah. Is you're blacks right. to um, say we don't want to be part of the uh, American mm-hmm. um, American dream anymore. The American record. Right. We want them to be segregated. Mm. Yeah. You're we right. want yeah. ourselves to be segregated. You're anyway, right. It's a great point. That, great point. See you later. Thanks. Appreciate that. And that's so true. So it really shows two things that I would have to say is a fantastic point. And also that a lot of these people are paid because the messaging isn't there. See, when when you're defacing everything and anything, you're just you're you're just chaotic. You're just out there rioting. You're not there for a particular political message or there for a purpose. You're paid to just wreak havoc on America. And that's why we're getting all of those statues that actually benefit black people in America are are a sign of achievement Mm -hmm. in black in black America, they're even defacing their own. You know, another reason for militias, uh-huh. and we're starting to see that, mm-hmm. is that if you can't count on your police department to mm-hmm. defend you, then something has to happen. Right. You know, sales of ammo and guns have gone way up mm-hmm. for a reason. And if we didn't have if we didn't have the availability of that, can you imagine how afraid we'd be right now? Can you imagine how this would take hold more? Yes. No, we'd right be now? we'd be in a to- actually we'd be overtaken yeah, by now. We would because we have an armed nation. So you yeah. can't you can't do a whole lot with an armed nation. This is why they don't hit the suburbs as much as they do and stay in the cities. I'm actually instructing my wife right now on firearm usage. Yeah, you should. It's, it's she needs to know how to use one with things yeah. that are happening. When he talked about standing, when he talked about militias versus a standing army and how the founding fathers were against the standing army as a full-time professional career, but wanted or full-time job, uh, they only wanted them to be ready for an attack. But at the same time, militias were really part of the foundation of our country because they wanted us to be able to protect ourselves. And it's kind of amazing. I did watch, there was one city, a rural city where uh, the, the people went in with guns just to stand there to protect business owners and... Um, and they did. They were able to protect business owners. Kind of interesting. And and something that we really need to think about when it comes to um, what they were creating, um, when they were creating what we would um, have in, in our Constitution. It was very, the dialogue was very interesting about how we would defend ourselves. But we do need a police department. I don't want more of a federal police department. That's no. why I'm saying this. When they say defund the police, they're talking about more federalized police. Wow. Be right back. What worries you the most about retiring? Right now, for many, it's the volatility of the market. Abe Ashton is here to be a resource for Southern Utah. Tuesday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU and at AshtonWealth.com. Hi, it's Dr. Plum. Plum Dental is open, and now is a great time to improve your family's dental health with our team at Plum Dental. As always, our office is clean and safe. We continue to adhere to the highest standards of infection control. And we are also following all the current recommendations for social distancing. Fortunately, I've been blessed with really long arms. We will continue to provide you with the service that has helped us be voted the best of Southern Utah. Schedule your appointment now at PlumDental.com. Is the economy crushing your retirement funds? This is Trevor at Heritage Reverse Mortgage. A reverse mortgage can secure your assets while the economy recovers. With a reverse, you eliminate your mortgage payment, consolidate debt, and access funds to live every month. Mortgage rates are at record lows and values are at record highs. Now is the best time to set up your reverse mortgage or refinance the one you have. Call me to see how we can help you live better and protect your assets. 435-359-9000. 435-359-9000. NMLS 14974. 
1-800-273-8845. During these uncertain times, Air Care Professionals is taking extra precautions to protect you and their employees. They're open and here to serve if you need them. Whether you need an AC system tune-up or want to turn your garage, casita, or master bedroom into a comfortable hangout, Air Care Professionals can help you with a ductless Mitsubishi electric heating and cooling system and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office or I'll go to you. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains await. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hey, Carl Lamar with Justin from the Mattress Store. Justin, what is this clean shop promise thing? Well, we're taking extra steps to have a clean, safe shopping experience. And we've also enhanced our website. It's fully interactive, and you can completely shop for a new mattress online at stgeorgemattress.com. With four Southern Utah locations, Washington next to Best Buy, Bluff by Ace Hardware, Bloomington by the Walmart, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody Nobody beats beats the mattress store. store. Nobody. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. Boulevard Mattress, located at Boulevard Home on Mall Drive, where you can get an incredible mattress at a low, low price. And St. George Ink and Toner. If you want to save money on ink for your printers, see St. George Ink and Toner at 42 South River Road. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show on St. George News Radio. Hi, this is Shanna from Cox Trucking. There are a lot of heroes in our midst right now, risking their lives and their health to help us all, including first responders, healthcare workers, grocery workers, and so many others. At Cox Trucking, we also want to remind you of the unsung heroes who are making sure medical supplies are being delivered and that your store shelves stay stocked. Those heroes are America's professional truck drivers. They are considered part of the essential job workforce and play an integral part in keeping this country running right now. Truck driving is not an easy job to start with, but these brave men and women are risking their health and their lives because they know they have a job to do, and they continue to do it every day. So when you see one of these drivers, give them a virtual high five and thank them for their service. Cox Trucking wants to thank our drivers and all the drivers on the road today. We are in this together and wish everyone health and safety during this difficult time. Hi. I'm Dr. Veronica Onwuri with the American Academy of Family Physicians with tips for staying healthy this cold and flu season. Always wash your hands with soap and water. Cough or sneeze into your upper sleeve, not your hands. Eat well and get plenty of rest. And most important, before flu season even starts, get a flu shot. Remember, you cannot get the flu from the flu shot. For more on staying healthy this flu season, visit FamilyDoctor.org or talk with your family physician. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. When the sun refused to shine, people tell me there ain't 
Show. Oh, boy. Uh, welcome back. Make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is just an amazing product. It's 31 fruits and vegetables, and I talk about it a lot because I believe in it, and I believe that we need to shore up our own health with a food supply as bad as it is. Um, you know, we haven't been talking a lot about the food supply this year, and it's pretty bad. And so make sure that you're getting enough fruits and vegetables. That really should be 80% of your diet. Not that you need to be a vegan or a vegetarian. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we need to bulk up heavily on fruits and vegetables, but clean fruits and vegetables, and that's what's in Balance of Nature. So get over to Balance of Nature, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, even Judy Mikovitz, I, I played her clip coming in. She's a huge fan of Balance of Nature. Um, not Balance of Nature, I'm sorry, hyperbaric and all these natural ways uh, of doing this, but even just the fruits and vegetables is what I was trying to say. Um, Judy Mikovitz was a huge proponent of, of making sure that you are are um, getting enough nutrition in your diet too because she likes to go about things with you know sunlight and all of those types of things too that we know can help our, our uh, immunity so make sure you're getting balance of nature and make sure that you put in the code kate k-a-t-e and uh, you can get 35 percent off and you can also get free shipping but this is something you really should have in your food supply i mean you really should be taking it every day and then also have it in reserve as well um but go to balanceofnature.com order up it's really a good product um so a couple of things. The reason I brought up the militias and, 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 and so forth is it was a great clip about fear and about how government knew back then that the only way they were going, that, that they were going to get what they wanted to. And a lot of the deep state works behind the scenes of the government um, in order to do what they were going to do was going to be to, to, to propagate fear. And so um, there's a lot of fear going around this year. I feel like we're PTSD for fear this year, don't you? Mm-hmm. We're feared to, you know, we're told not to go out of our house. We're going to get the boogeyman disease, which is ridiculous. We're taught, you know, that, that this rioting is okay and allowed to go on. And they're, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to allow this, which is just pathetic. And then to top it off today, you have the Democrat, <laughs> my gosh, you have Nancy Pelosi and Schumer and all of her hacks kneeling for eight minutes and 46 seconds. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. They look so nice. <sighs> Kneeling, and they had these kente claws around mm-hmm. their necks. These colorful claws. Colorful, uh, woven. They're, cl- they're cotton and silk. Mm-hmm. Uh, colorful. They come from Ghana. Mm-hmm. And yet a Twitter user mm-hmm. actually posted a, <laughs> posted a tweet saying, I wish they, they, sh- they should stop treating us as children. We don't need them to to, to oh, wear geez. these, you yes. know. Another one put up. My ancestors did not invent the kenta cloth. For them to be worn in by publicly obsessed politicians is activism in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It backfired on them because yeah, people were so mocking course. them on social media today. They also they were all distant, distantly placed um, and kneeling right for this amount of time. Nancy, of course, her mask pulled clear down her face. She's never worn it the right way that she tells everybody that you have to wear it anyway it's so ridiculous but these clowns are out there doing this for uh brownie points and to be able to further this message it these people should so be fired i can't imagine we keep these people in but chuck schumer kamala harris harris said uh we just want black people to stop getting killed and you know what my first thought was black people are killing black people are we going to tell them to stop murdering too because there are a lot of black people killed by black people just ask chicago just yeah. ask Baltimore. Just ask New York. Just ask L.A. I mean, it is it is insane this messaging that's going on. Yeah. And, and look at these look at these grandiose publicized. They were right. 
public, publicly obsessed moments going on right now. I'm horrified. I'm horrified at this. I, I think that they're really mm-hmm. the biggest mistake I think made. And we, we hear about term limits all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think there really should be a simpler way to have recall elections. When you want to fire an elected Mm -hmm. representative who you feel is not doing their job as a community, Mm -hmm. you should be able to call and fund a recall election anytime. Mm. And by gosh, if the people vote to kick them out on their behind, do it. Yeah. But we've made it difficult to do that. Yeah, we have. Well, and Nancy, like, for instance, Nancy, she hasn't campaigned since 1987. No. That was her last campaign because she had it in the bag. And there's a lot of voter fraud. And I know you were talking about voter fraud earlier. You know, it's like how much really how much voter fraud are they really going to use in this election? And mm-hmm. because they can't show you how many people are in favor. No. They can put out a lot of um, polls that are completely skewed which they always have been doing. They can also put out a lot of articles claiming things that aren't true. And so how many of us are going to accept what we get in the, in the, in the election in November because there really wasn't much else in proof of numbers showing up for anybody or anything mm-hmm. to be able to say, well, we know what you, you can't skew that. You can't skew that because they can skew about 30, sometimes up to 40 percent of an election if they can get away with it. If you can't get away with it, too many people showed up or there's too much of a ground swelling for somebody. You can't really get away with that kind of fraud. But like you said on the break, you know, um, like, like as far as like the Trump election, you have to know what you're up against. And that's going to be a yes. whole lot of fraud coming in because they're fraudulent with the polls. They're fraudulent with everything else. They're going to come in with the fraud. And I think the president's uh, mm-hmm. campaign committee is aware of this. And I think they're preparing for that. Yeah. In I fact, think they yeah. did the last time. too. Right. Right. So right now they have this Justice and Policing Act of 2020. Some of the provisions are this. You want to be horrified? Okay. So. Limit qualified immunity protections. Okay. Now, some of you might think that's a good thing, but but think about where we're at right now with our society and who's leading the charges. Okay. Also, create a national police misconduct registry. Ban chokeholds. Okay. Restrict the transfer of military-grade equipment to police departments and make lynching a federal hate crime, but also, like, slapping somebody could be 10 years. So there's a lot about this that I think people are not understanding or they think it's going to go one way or they think it's going to help in some way. I'm not sure that this is what's going to help. What they need to do is get back to localized police departments that answer to the people of the communities. That's what they need to do. And stop with the federal bills and the federal nonsense and um, because right, right now what we're really doing when we support stuff like this is we're begging for a more federal answer. And that isn't the answer. This is what Minneapolis is doing. Defund the police. So what? What's your answer then? Your answer's got to be something. And so their answer would be a more federalized police department. You know, and going back to recall, eh, police departments in most cities mm-hmm. are controlled by the mayor. Right. If your if your police department is corrupt or mm-hmm. or misbehaving or abusing people, mm-hmm. it's your mayor's fault. Right. And you elect that mayor. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's so true. All right. Hi caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Whoa, I'm on stereo. There you go. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah it's so many subjects I like to talk about, but I'll talk about the defunding and also it ties into what you're just talking about, federalization of our police. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a movement, movement for over half a century to transfer control of local mm-hmm. police, independent police departments to the federal government. And it's already been accomplished to a large extent. A huge number of federal regulations are controlling our local police. They had the uh, civilian review uh, boards. This is a big uh, battle that John Birch Society fought almost by himself in the 60s and the early 70s, where they tried to transfer authority from the police to local politicians and then on to the federal government. That It was the conspiracy behind that. Then you had these consent decree uh, uh, cases where the federal government actually comes in and takes over the police department for a period of time. They did it in Los Angeles. Uh, so th- this is a big movement. Why is this so important? Uh, you mentioned one reason, because uh, local co- control, uh, local voters won't mm-hmm. have much control of the federal police. But the main reason is all police states, the law enforcement uh, is at, uh, police powers are at the central mm-hmm. government. Right. Now, uh, there's two major uh, bulwarks to tyranny other than our uh, rights, bill rights, and so forth in America. One is our right to keep and bear arms, and the other is keeping our peace local, because they, they can stand up to, uh, to some extent to the army that they've already now announced that uh, the president's talking about mm-hmm. using it without the Insurrection Act, which is unconstitutional, uh, sending police, uh, the U.S. Army, into uh, battle with Americans on American soil without any authority. But the whole, back to the whole point, those are the two main bulwarks to tyranny in America, mm-hmm. and one's falling, and that's localizing independent control of our police. And that's why, that's probably mm-hmm. what this defunding the police is all about. You, uh, nature hates and abhors a, a, a vacuum. If the police don't act, do they carry out their role, then the average American said, oh, we got to have police, and they don't care much about the federalist pay system of independence, uh, local, uh, local mm-hmm. state and, and federal powers. Right. And they'll just say, yeah, bring the feds, bring the feds yeah. in. we got to have police. No, it's not uh, so true. This, this is what it's probably mainly about Thank is you. to transfer to uh, move us closer to a police state. Thank yep. you. And also the strong cities. Remember the strong cities under, mm-hmm. yeah, under Obama? Um, really and truly, that's kind of one of their answers um, nationally as well. So could they defund this? Would that become a thing in America? It could be. I don't see it coming. I see it's actually a little bit more of of going federal without doing that. But you, I, you might you might see some cities grandstand and do that. Yeah. I don't know. If they were able to get this going and get a federal <laughs> police department, mm-hmm. the, then then they'd have a much easier time fighting the Second Amendment. Yeah. Also. Yes. But you know, Biden has actually come out against this defunding. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Now, you, you always have to know, though, there's always what they've got planned in the mm-hmm. background to come forth as a solution. So that's why I'm saying either way we go, there's going to be a federal solution to what's happening oh, yeah. right now. And you know that. And and so it's uh, that that's what I'm fearing is is what exactly that solution is, because it isn't this piece of legislation. It's more than that. It's more than that. That's what's going to be going on. Um, it's kind of like George Floyd's family going to the media, uh, going to the U.N., yeah. Why? Why would they go to the U.N.? See, so so much of this is planned. Do I think they got a payday for doing that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To come out and be activists when they're supposed to be grieving at home. Yes. And I do think there's more to the George Floyd case that we don't understand. Um, there's too many holes in that case. 
so what we saw, I don't think actually explains what we really saw that day uh, on tape. Um, just so happened they had that on tape. Uh, there's just too many. There's just too many things there, and people are starting to wake up to that. They're mm-hmm. starting to question it more, which is which is really good. I'm glad to see people question the whole narrative of this of this rioting, even though this was just an opportune moment for Black Lives Matters to just wreak havoc on America. They are a Marxist organization. They want nothing but to overthrow capitalism. They're, they love socialism. These are all lovers of communism, which is the end road of socialism. And this truly is what they're all about. It isn't racial equality. It isn't racial equality. So um, that's under the guise of racial equality to get people emotional about it. Because if they said who they really were, people wouldn't be going down there in droves. You know, we we have so many of our own issues, but when you think about globalism Mm -hmm. and look at what's going on in the world, Mm -hmm. the Countess of Wessex in Great Britain (laughs) announced today Uh that her children will likely have to work for a living and won't use the her her royal highness or his royal highness titles. Really? Yeah, they're going to have to work for a living. But this is true, and this is another part of globalism, doing away with monarchies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know. yeah. By the way, the leftists are, are, are this was by Court Kirk, Kirkwood, um, saying D-Day, D-Day GIs were, were Antifa. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I wish we would have had time to get to this today. Mm. The radical left beclowned itself this weekend with the claim that Antifa goons who were looting and burning up American cities with Black Lives Matters and attacking cops doing or were doing the same job as the American boys who landed at Normandy. Wow. You know, as much. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stretch. Do you know what? They're exposing themselves so broadly within the last couple of years that and so loudly that it's hard not to see who these people are. Yes. And I and I'm really actually if there was anything to come out of this this chaos, this is the thing. They would be so bold as to actually align themselves these violent thugs with the boys that landed at Normandy. Now just let that roll around your brain. Wow. I You know what? They're so ludicrous and so over the top because that's the only way they could go. They're not based on truth or principles. So when you're not, we're not, when you're not based on truth and principles, the only way you have is emotion and more emotion and more emotion and more craziness. That's exactly what they're showing them. Narratives between uh, COVID-19 spreading at a riot and COVID-19 spreading at a open your business protest, the same. Mm. You guys, they're, they're colliding. Their narratives are colliding. It's amazing to watch. But you know what? They're showing themselves. Be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow with Uncle Milty. Everybody have a good night. If the NSA is listening... We can at least be entertaining. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Don't let the media, the press, or your environment brainwash you. 
It's not a black on white thing. It's not a black on black thing, and it's not a gang on gang thing. It is simply one thing. It's an ignorance thing. It's an ignorance thing. Don't be afraid to think. It's not illegal yet. Daly Show at your service. I've got Uncle Milty here with me. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And uh, so glad and so happy you're joining me on a Monday because we have to get to the truth in headlines and uh, there's just so much out there that's propagandized that I'm worried. I'm worried. I, I You know, the, the youth is an easy, 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 uh, um, low-hanging fruit, emotion-charged um, uh, thing that's going on in America right now, an emotion charge based on Black Lives Matters. Um, basically, uh, this group kind of conjuring up this audience of young 20-somethings and uh, these tweeners with little backpacks and, and everything else. And we've got to do something about this, at least in truth and headlines, and talk some talk some common sense. And so I bring on the great Dr. Duke Pesta uh, to, to shine a light on some of the stuff going on today. How are you, Duke? I'm very well. I'm very disturbed about what's going on in this country. I am too. I am too. And I, I'm, I'm hopefully we can bring some common sense to this and, and, and some, some great talk to this, because let me tell you, emotion is a low hanging fruit too. I, I think if we ever took the constitution and told kids of that age group, you know, to go out and, and uh, be, you know, charged enough to, to want to protest for Liberty, you'd get a blank stare. But if it's based on something that we don't even have all the facts on yet, and it's based on this single case and it, they see all the corporations getting involved. They see the blackout with all the corporations right on board the propaganda train, and they see the momentum in the country. You have a lot more youth joining into this thing, and I'm seeing a lot more youth than I am other people. Are you seeing the same thing? I'll tell you what. I'm less bothered by the youth because they're stupid and miseducated. I'm bothered by the adults, and I'm Mm -hmm. bothered especially by the police. Look, uh, you're you're blaming the entire police force, 700,000 cops, for what a statistically insignificant number of cops do every year. Mm-hmm. And so, by all means, punish the guilty cops. And, uh, and, and we're doing it. A million-dollar bail for what is effectively, what, third-degree murder uh-huh. for Chauvin? That's, you're doing it. You're punishing this guy. Everybody I know, everybody you know, everybody in media has condemned this killing, has condemned this police officer. Everybody. The three police officers, including an Asian and an African-American who were standing around while Chauvin did his thing, who did not intervene, they've been suspended and they potentially face charges. This has been dealt with immediately. What bothers me is two things, like I said. One, the adults, the parents of these kids, the so-called politicians in this country, the media, who have just said, said, said this story. If I have to watch one more TV commercial praising Black Lives Matter, uh, talking about how wonderful the protests are. I mean, it was hard enough to watch them when they were doing COVID, when they were patting themselves on the back. We're here for you. We'll we'll drive your Whopper to your house. Mm -hmm. We'll bring your Pizza Hut pizza to your house. Aren't we wonderful? I I could barely stand up. But now all of this rah, rah, rah is just ridiculous. And let me say, too, uh, right now the police are doing themselves no favors. We had a police chief in, in Massachusetts actually prostrate himself, not kneel, to get on his, to literally wallow in the dirt, get on his chest, in the dirt, what? to appease these protesters. This is in Massachusetts. Yeah, he actually laid face down on the dirt. You have other cops across this country who have been uh, stepping down, they're walking hand in hand with the protesters, they're kneeling, they're bowing. Every cop has the right to have a personal opinion, but you don't do it on business time. If you're a police officer, can you imagine, Kate, 
I mean, you got a situation right. here where you've got cops in any other situation uh, leaving their posts to walk hand in hand with protesters and demonstrating. You had a Marine, a, a active duty Marine yesterday in full dress blues, actually sit, take a knee, right? And so you've got all of these police officers who think that the way to fix this now is to go along with it. You've got all of these police departments and these police, yeah, that, that's just scratching the surface of the ones who have a march down the street where dozens of police officers linked arms and, and, and walk with or protesters. Okay. Uh, just remember this, though. If this is the new normal, right, mm-hmm. where the police make, the police are not allowed to do their job, number one. And number two, they are either being forced or they are choosing to make a political stand. I asked the question that I asked you guys last week. This is medieval. You, on the one hand, you're holding 700,000 police officers guilty for what insignificant statistic number of people have done, number one. Number two, you are not, you are parading these police officers to stand there in all these big Democrat-run cities, to be yelled at, to be screamed at, to be have things thrown at them, to have bricks thrown at them. How about two more, three more cops were killed in the last yeah, day by these riots? Sick. And the police are not allowed to engage, and they are not allowed to fight back. So what you're doing is you are engaging in medieval corp, uh, collectivist punishment. All of them will stand there and pay. And are we surprised after all the screaming and the howling police not doing what police are trained to do? Mm-hmm. They're starting to walk and kneel and abase themselves in the dirt. Uh, do it on your own time, Mr. Police Officer. But if you're going to start doing that, if you're going to take political stands when you're supposed to be on duty, you are dangerously close to uh, not just betraying your oath of office, mm-hmm. but invalidating your role as peacekeeper. Wow. If you, uh, Wow. If you're on speaker, take it off speaker. Um, it's getting a little muffled. But let me tell you this. I you know, was looking kind of at this broad picture of what's going on and looking at how, um, you know, this is, a, this is a march for Marxism, and they don't realize it. It's also a highly fueled um, recipe for disaster when it comes to not even knowing all the facts yet of this situation. I mean, they, they, were, they were marching before they even knew the facts of any of it. So that always bothers me, too. And, yeah, it's, it isn't happening all over the country every day. And so all of the, the whether it be youth or adults that are getting in on this uh, sort of black rage, all based on emotion, no facts. Uh, it, it's amazing to me when you base an opinion or a stance and you get highly charged up just from emotion only. But as we've talked over the years, this is the only thing that drives opinion on, with, with a lot of these kinds of people that are going to show up and do these kinds of things. And then on the other side of this, you have the people being paid. So if you're paying Hey, this is why they're 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 taking down statues that would actually represent the very thing that they think they're fighting for, and that mixed message because I think that if you have paid protesters, that's why you're seeing just such a weird, random, not about messaging. This is just about chaos. It's providing chaos, Uncle Milty. I think it's real obvious that this was not spontaneous combustion. Yeah, yeah. this thing was planned from the get go. Mm-hmm. Everything about it was planned. What do you think? Yeah, and let, let me f- further that by saying, you're right, they're attacking statues of Abraham Lincoln, for God's sake. I mean, they, yeah. the idea that this is about racial justice is absurd. It's not. It's about what, it's about rage. And I think this rage was also fueled by three months of quarantine for yes. people with yes. too little to do. But also, let me say one more thing that I have never heard anywhere else yet. I think this is the first time it may be, may be said anywhere in America. And it's, so I love the Cape Daly so you can say these things. With regards to the police, with no one's paying attention to, by all means, 
that's what happens now. When they get rid of local police forces, you're not going to replace them with benevolent peacekeepers with roses. What's going to happen, once you've gotten rid of local police in a significant number, there will be a call for a federalized police department. You mark my word. This, This is not about getting rid of local cops. It is about replacing cops with a federalized policing agency, mm-hmm. right? And yes. then, and that is a huge step towards the fascist goal of some of these globalists. Once you have a state, look at how uh, these local cops now are already basically stepping down and crossing sides in this. Yeah. This is going to happen when you have a national police force. Who are they going to be loyal to? Uh, this is a very dangerous thing that nobody's pointing out. You, if you get rid of local cops, it will not be to replace them with social workers. It will to ultimately give rise to a national police force, which is a huge step towards fascism. Oh, I totally agree with yeah. you. And to take it one step further, I'd say that the um, the coming of more tech to invade uh, invade privacy. So the more drone cops, the more um, machines put up to to further, you know, um, police us, but not with a human being, but with a little bit more technology as uh, China is uh, is pretty much there, too. Well, we're, we're a lot farther gone than people think. I mean, look at the cancelings that you've had over the last couple of months. Drew Brees. Right, uh-huh. made a perfectly defensible statement, and it is nothing but abasement and wallowing now. His wife came out and said, we're the problem. Uh, this is a, you look at that Tom Cotton article, for, uh, op-ed for the New York Times. Right. So a bunch of spoiled 20-something social justice warriors object to an alternative voice, and the new newspaper scrubs it? You think about what social media is doing. You mentioned this, Kate. Mm-hmm. How many people are getting their profile shut down, getting their, and not, and not even necessarily for saying anything racist, just for challenging the basic narrative that's being pushed there. We, the cancel culture is going full steam right now, and it's getting worse. And you, you look at all of these things put together, we're a lot farther down the rabbit hole than people think. Oh, so true. You know, Verizon actually canceled their gay pride month stuff to support Black Lives Matter. A Marxist group. How wonderful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I have no words. I mean, th- this, is, this is our problem is the corporations also swinging into action and doing a blackout on every kind of, of major thing that we watch. Amazon, Hulu, Prime, you've got SoundCloud, you've got all these different companies joining in, right? And so that sends right. a huge message that ratches it up the volume of the, yep. what we think is going on in America right now. I turned my Netflix on, which I probably should have gotten rid of a, a long time ago when the Obamas got involved with them. Yeah. Turn on my Netflix to try to get away from this. They elevated all these black liberationist movies to the very top of the queue. Yes, right? they did. So this is what they're doing. And that's another aspect of fascism. People don't realize this. What's the primary difference between fascism and socialism? Now, under socialism, there are no really independent companies anymore. They've all been subsumed by the government. Production is taken completely over by the government. But in fascism... You have companies who engage willingly with these fascist mm-hmm. governments, these tyrannical governments. Now, they're allowed to keep their own profits to some degree as long as they do the bidding. And that's what you have now. Yes. You have yep. a situation where our entertainment media, our social media, our tech media, our academics, our schools, our public schools, our universities, uh, our, our Democrat politicians, and now our police officers, our police officers now, have aligned themselves in many instances with this progressive cause. Uh, and the assumptions of that, that cause, as you say, aren't right. The 
narrative is bizarre. And I'm going to say, so I only got a couple minutes to break, but a couple of things that have to be pointed out that maybe there are very few places outside of the Kate Daly show where you can say them. Right. That's the main, that the, the biggest killers of, of black people are black people. Yeah. Uh, we saw in Chicago this weekend, mm-hmm. 35 people killed, almost all of them black, and almost all of them by black killers. Not a word. Not so a word. When you tell me, when you force Black Lives Matter down my throat, mm-hmm. my response to you is, do they not count in Chicago with its ridiculous gun ban? Yeah. Does it not count for a million aborted black babies in this country? We're going to come right back. We're going to come right back. I'll stop you right there. We're going to come right back with Dr. Duke Pesta, Uncle Milty, myself, the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Be right back. Amazon, Google, great things can come out of a garage. And over at Garage Doors Only, we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order. We service, repair, and install garage doors and openers. Give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 North Bluff. Check out our reviews by Googling Garage Doors Only. And let's make great things happen in your garage this year. This summer might be a bit different. There's a good chance you're planning on spending more time closer to home. The Ashley Home Store is here to make sure your time spent around the house is more comfortable. Make your way to the Ashley Home Store for great prices on family-friendly sectionals that make summer movie nights relaxing and more fun for the entire family. Check out their huge selection of dining room sets that get the entire family together for summer dinners and family game nights. Make your way into the Ashley Sleep Center and find the perfect mattress at the perfect price for every member of your family. Look for the special orange tags throughout the store for even bigger savings. Make sure to ask an Ashley team member about their Acceptance Now program to help if you have bad credit or no credit. If you're spending more time around the house this summer, let the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store make it more comfortable. East Red Cliffs Drive, in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. Are you covered by Medicare or nearing Medicare eligibility? Do the different Medicare options and supplemental policies seem like alphabet soup or a high-stakes game of Scrabble? Relax. Let WMI Mutual Insurance Company simplify this complicated decision and save you money. WMI has been offering their commission-free Medigap policies to seniors just like you for more than 30 years with quality insurance and affordable rates. Call them today or visit WMIMedigap.com. This is a solicitation of insurance. Do you want a new car or truck, but you put it off because, well, you don't enjoy the process? Make it quick and simple by using Easy Wheels. Let Easy Wheels search local dealerships for you and find exactly what you want. Easy Wheels also handles the negotiations, the paperwork, and delivery. They guarantee to save you more than the cost of their service while they do all the work. You just enjoy getting your new vehicle. It's time to make car buying fun again. Go to Easy Wheels on Facebook or call 435-236-0174. After only a few years of collecting sweat, dead skin, dust mites, and other goodies, your mattress can get a little funky. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Now's the time to trade in your old mattress and get up to $150 in trade-in cash savings on a new Serta, Sealy, or Beautyrest mattress while providing you with the highest level of safety and service for a healthy night's sleep. Best Mattress, home of the 120-day Sleep Easy Guarantee. 
Just imagine an all-inclusive resort experience in sunny St. George, an 18-hole championship golf course, tennis courts, restaurant, swimming pool, and drinks served to you as you're lounging at the pool. Sound like a dream? It's reality at the brand new nightly rental Bloomington Villas at Bloomington Country Club. These new villas are now selling starting at $399.9. For more info, visit BloomingtonVillas.com. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. Points Healthcare provides quality healthcare for the entire community at a price you can afford. If you have a chronic illness such as diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, and much more, they can save you significantly on your monthly medication charges. As an example, if you're a diabetic and are currently paying four to five hundred dollars a month for medication, they can reduce your cost down between fifty to one hundred dollars monthly. They're able to offer this discount since they are a community health center and are authorized to provide discount pharmacy to all patients. They also accept all insurance companies, and you can pay cash for as low as $20 per visit. Walk-ins and same-day appointments are available at clinics in Cedar City, St. George, and Ivins. Four Points Healthcare Centers are making lives better, and they're dedicated to providing health and wellness and servicing the underserved. For more information and offerings, visit fourpointshealth.org. That's fourpointshealth.org. Our parents were struggling. Up all night and the days were so long, neither one of them were eating or sleeping. The endless phone calls and the stress of all of this were beyond anything we could imagine. We called the Haven at Sky Mountain and immediately knew that this was the answer for our parents. The Haven could provide the care they deserved and our parents couldn't be happier. The Haven at Sky Mountain is independent and assisted living in Utah surrounded by a beautiful and majestic landscape. Call 435-674-7883 or havenassistedliving.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Kate Daly Show at your service. And of course, go to katedalyradio.com. Make sure that you are getting the supplement balance of nature too. I talk about this a lot. You'll hear some of the testimonials on ads throughout the country because they're real, they really are it, it, awesome. It, it actually works. And you've, you're getting 31 fruits and vegetables all dehydrated down every single day. And if you ever were worried about your health and your immunity and, and everything else, this would be the way to do it. Do, go into the cell, go back, get those nutrients into the cells. And, uh, they're just fantastic. You get a free health coach when you when you uh, order. You can also get 35% off in free shipping. All you have to do is put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E. So simple. And, uh, and boy, let me tell you, they are that good. I highly recommend it. My husband and I love it. And you know what? It, it just makes so much more sense to go after the uh, cell, at the cell level, that load of nutrients every single day. It also comes with a great drink uh, that is fantastic. And you're going to be doing something about your health, sure up for this fall for whatever's unleashed. Um, and I'm telling you, I think that uh, if there was any reason to bulk up and, and get, not bulk up, but like get your health in order, right? Bulk up on nutrients. This would be the time to do it. Go to 
balanceofnature.com. The code is Kate, K-A-T-E. My first name. All you got to do is put that in, get 35% off and free shipping. I have Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. I love Mondays. And uh, starting off with a shot with uh, Dr. Pesta, let me tell you, um, you're right on the money on this. And we do. We have uh, This is making me nervous only because I see so many un- people that are so ignorant jumping in based on emotion, based on headline, based on they don't even know the facts yet, but just based on those things, jumping into the fray. And I see our cops being told to stand down after they were told to go after a business owner to open a business. Apparently, you can't open a business in America, but you could loot one and no problem at all. That worries me. So let's talk about the difference between rioting and and, uh, protesters. Well, one of the biggest problems we have is the degree to which all of these things are being elided now. The, the, the Floyd murder, as tra- tragic as it is, as, as unnecessary as it was, has been used to blur a whole bunch of lines now. I don't know if you're aware of this, but today the Floyd family appealed to the United Nations to order the United States to unarm our police forces, right? And so uh, what's going on behind this? What's going on behind this is a what we said before, the agitators, the George Soroses, the globalists, the mm-hmm. Antifa, the Black Lives Matter. Ultimately, these are globalist organizations. Ask yourself this, Kate. With all of this chaos in the streets now, it's already June. What do you think is going to happen if Donald Trump at the end of June or in July tries to hold rally pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. right, the campaign? Yeah. With all of these protesters already mobile and already aligned, we've reached the point where a Donald Trump campaign event will be viewed by the media, by Hollywood, by Democrat politicians, by local mayors. That will be viewed as stoking anti-black rhetoric. Just a a, a rally with 60,000 people in a stadium will now be called white supremacy, and many in this country will buy that, and the protesters are going to show up. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's a great point. That's a great point. Can you what believe they, them? What they don't want, they, they don't want Trump to campaign, like you said, yep. at the break. If people see him campaigning and it gets back to normal, that's why they knew they couldn't extend COVID forever. Right. They can milk this stuff for another two months. Yeah, and, can. you know, meanwhile, Joe, Joe Biden stays moldering in his basement. And looks looks heroic. What are the new? I mean, I don't trust the polls any more than you do. Mm-hmm. But boy, are they hitting us over the but, head with the fact that Trump has lost women. Trump has lost yes. suburban women. Trump has lost the elderly. <laughs> just college educated, right? It's almost as gloom and doom as it was up until the runoff against Hillary. Yep. Yes. There's, see, there's about thirty percent of the election that they can play with, and they can kind of swing whatever whatever way they want. And la- last election, you saw droves of people showing up for Trump, and hardly anybody showing up for Hillary and her audience had to be green screened as we found out. So in this case, you have Biden, which nobody would have showed up for, but you have Trump, which many would have showed up for. So so you can't show that in the press. You can't have him debate because Biden sounds like a moron. So you can't have him debate. And then you also can't show that all these people are showing up. Otherwise, it's harder to take the election and, and mess with it, which they can. There is a margin there that they can actually swing an election through fraud. So they're not going to be able to do that in this case. Without speaking people of fraud, mm-hmm. speaking of fraud, did you see in Philadelphia and New York and Washington, they had buses and vans out handing out online votes, voter packets to the protesters. Fill them out and give them back to us. Wow. Literally, trucks and vans that were recruiting ballots for the fall election. <sighs> oh, my gosh. I- I just want to tell people the name of the U.N. organization Mm -hmm. that they appealed to. 
It's called the Working Group of Experts on People of African Descent. Oh, my gosh. Can you say families getting a payoff? All, yeah. all I can <laughs> I don't know how much more obvious this can be because, you know, not every family is out there going to be protesting and, and, and going to these groups to ask for all these things to happen. Minneapolis City Council decided that, that they should probably go ahead and dismantle their police, like you were mentioning in the last segment. Are we going to see more police departments try and do this? And like you said, what comes next? Oh, my gosh, what comes next? We don't even realize what the... They don't realize what they're asking for why have we not heard anybody in our government say we are a sovereign nation Uh we do not answer to the united nations i would love that wouldn't that be nice well where is the where is anybody on trump's side speaking out about this and trump himself has gone uncharacteristically quiet about this and i kind of get it Mm -hmm. the rage and the irrationality of this is so loud right now that maybe the best thing is is to get let's get through this for another week or two but there are so many questions milty you pointed out there's so many questions Mm -hmm. about sovereignty about the rule of law about the constitution talk about the trampling of the constitution Uh, we mentioned at the beginning of the segment there is absolutely no distinction anymore in the minds of college professors, in the minds of Hollywood, in the minds of uh, the big tech companies. There's not a lick of difference between a peaceful protest and a violent ri- a riot. That if you're rioting for Black Lives Matter, you can throw bricks at people. You can beat and kick people in the head until they're in a coma. You can burn down stores and loot them. And this now is called peaceable protest. And if you're a cop on the beat who tries to stop that, you're engaging in racism. Now, here's another thing that the cops have to deal with, right? Anytime now, anytime now, a cop arrests an African-American, even in the middle of a crime, by definition, according to the left, this is an unjust use of force now. You don't just turn this off, black looting, right, rioting. You don't just turn it off now, three months from now, and say, okay, back to normal. We're going to arrest you for looting a target. Because the same lawyers and the same agitators are going to come out and say, too much force, too much violence, you're, you're, you're arresting too many black people, and that will prove everything now that happens is going to prove the false narrative. So over the weekend, I was reading about a lot of this stuff, and I was thinking to myself, we're done. We're finished. But then I got to thinking a little deeper. I think what's really happening, and I think that's why the president's being so quiet, is that people are being really frightened, and they're so frightened that they're not speaking out. They're going along. Mm-hmm. They're going along, hoping that something well, happens to help change it, like mm-hmm. an election. Well, let me ask you both this mm-hmm. question. Sure. I mean, my gut tells me, my head and my heart don't see it, but my gut tells me that there have to be a lot of people who don't answer to polls, who just like when uh, the 2016 election yeah. came around, refused to, to uh, declare who they were going to vote for mm-hmm. because they knew they were going to be ridiculed. I think there has to be a lot of people in this country who recognize that this chaos is coming off from one way. I don't see how you look at this and you then look at Joe Biden and say that he would have handled the COVID virus differently. He's the guy who's, who lectured Trump from shutting off China. Right. Mm-hmm. Travel from China. He, it, took, it would take him another month to do it. How do you make the argument that Joe Biden, who, who passed some of the worst anti-black jail 
prison sentences in the 1990s is some, somehow going to be better at this than Trump. Uh, what makes you think that Joe Biden, by just looking at these Democrats, is going to be somebody who quells these riots rather than feeds them for his own political advantage? I don't see how. I mean, we was, so, okay, we're told today that, that Trump is 14 points behind. He's losing all the swing states. He's lost women on on. You didn't tell us that. But I find it hard to believe there are that many people who look at the, the horrible situation we're in today and somehow think that Joe Biden or these Senate or Congress Democrats are going to fix any of this. I think you're exactly right. I think it goes even even deeper in that as as people see this happening, more of them are backing away and not getting involved, laying back, saying, well, no, we have to vote for Trump. We have to. I think the president sees that's what's happening, and he's staying out of the fray, giving them enough rope to continue to hang themselves, which is what they're doing. They are scaring this country bad. Yeah, Senator, uh, well, Ra- uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, look, but look at the, the number of contradictions we've seen over the last six months. Okay, it's okay to coll- congregate if you're burning and looting, but not if you want to go to church. How does that leave the mind of anybody? That we're, we're going to tell you that we're going to see some of these mayors like de Blasio. And de Blasio, he came out today, he's going to take money away from the police force, right? Mm-hmm. Directed to social justice initiatives. This is the guy who was going to the gym secretly. This is a guy who we have multiple pictures of him not wearing his mask. The same thing goes with the mayor of Minneapolis, who now, by the way, has had to come out and admit, well, he doesn't want to get rid of the police. Joe Biden came out today and said we don't want to get rid of the police. They asked Nancy Pelosi and a number of Senate, Senate, uh, congressional Democrats, and they wouldn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. If, you're a, if you're one of these uh, race people, if you're one of these social justice warriors, and you think the Democrats, will you give them power, are going to do anything? They never had a better platform than right now, and they're already telling you they're not going to do any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, even the churches are starting to get heavily involved in the conversation. Archbishop mm-hmm. Vigano, who was, uh, who was the Pope's ambassador to mm-hmm. the United States, previously to the current one, actually wrote a letter to the president and basically said, what we are seeing is the eternal battle between good and evil. And you, President Trump, are the only one that can lead us through this and out of it right now. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I know Dr. Pesta mentioned the, the it's kind of like um, converging narratives because, you know, they, they've been holding the two narratives, one of the COVID and one of, of the of the protests. Here was the health experts. They're supporting the anti-police protests. Get a load of this sentence. This was on Fox News. As public health advocates, we do not condemn these gatherings as risky for COVID-19 transmission. This should not be confused, though, with a permissive stance on all gatherings, particularly protest, you know, against stay-at-home orders. So you can't, you can protest for Black Lives Matters, but you can't protest to go back to work because apparently COVID-19 is extremely smart virus. I mean, it just knows when to attack. If if you look at that letter that was signed by, what, about 1,200 healthcare officials, Mm -hmm. really only about 200 of them are actually in the medical field. If you look (laughs) carefully at that, most of them are political activists. They're not really medical people at all. And that also makes me go back to what I said before, what Milty said, too. That makes me wonder, if all you could get was 200 people actually in the healthcare profession, and you had to underwrite it and pad it with all of these activists, Uh how many more doctors and nurses think it's all BS? Oh, I mean, if you're, so a, true. If you're a serious doctor, mm-hmm. you, you really, you're really going to make take the stand that okay, 
<laughs> we had to lock you down for COVID, and we're going to lock you down in the fall. Lock down your churches and your schools in August. Right. But if you want to go hang out with 10,000 rioters, go for it. I don't think most doctors would put their politics before good medicine. Yeah, unless they're paid to do so through grants. But right. other than that, right. no. Um, we're going to come right back more with Dr. Duke Pesta from The Dr. Duke Show and, of course, Uncle Milty. You're listening to The Kate Daly Show. Go to katedalyradio.com. Three words, katedalyradio.com. Dr. Duke Show plays on my Kate Daly Show Facebook page right after this, too. Be right back on The Kate Daly Show. This is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics. When we opened our wellness center in 2016, we understood we had an uphill battle. But we wanted to create a healing environment where our clients weren't just a number or a disease. They were family. And now four years later, that philosophy has come full circle. I'm on the radio today to thank St. George and the surrounding areas for voting Inside Out Hyperbarics Best of Southern Utah in the alternative therapy category. Thank you to everyone who took time out of their busy lives to vote for us. We are beyond grateful. Visit us on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com for upcoming specials. Inside Out Hyperbarics bringing out the best in you. Let's take a quick quiz. Would you pay for a product that you could get for 40 to 60% less? Obviously, the answer is no. That's why Wayne and Deb started St. George Ink and Toner. They're saving you 40 to 60% on average by refilling your ink and toner printer cartridges. And at St. George Ink and Toner, they offer an outstanding warranty on all of their products. So stop in today and save money on your ink and toner printer cartridges at St. George Ink and Toner, 42 South River Road, next to TJ Maxx and Planet Fitness. The Zion Eye Institute is open and 2020 is the year of vision at Southern Utah's premier eye care center. Their highly trained team of doctors and staff are excited to help you see the world in all its splendor in 2020. Zion Eye Institute has specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery. They can provide you with all forms of vision correction surgery from multiple highly skilled and experienced fellowship trained surgeons. Using advanced techniques individually or in combination with each other, Zion Eye Institute's expert surgeons will customize your treatment and provide the safest and best results for your vision correction. So if you're tired of the glasses and contacts, remember 2020 is the year of vision at the Zion Eye Institute, which means it's the best time for you to get your free consultation and see how the Zion Eye Institute can help. They are open. So schedule your appointment now at zioneye.com. That's zioneye.com. The Zion Eye Institute, the largest and most comprehensive eye care center in southern utah info west southern utah's premier local internet provider recently upgraded its high-speed network we've added more high-speed wireless towers and fiber optic feeds to provide faster internet to more neighborhoods and cities across southern utah chances are faster internet is now available in your neighborhood and now it's more affordable than ever with info west you get quality reliable internet without breaking the bank info west internet starts at only 29.95 a month that's right only $29.95 a month. And this month only, InfoWest is making it easier than ever to save. Free installation, free activation, and one month free internet service. If you're looking for reliable internet that's fast and affordable, go with a local company you can trust. Go with InfoWest. Isn't it time for a better internet experience? InfoWest, the internet people. 
During these uncertain times, Air Care Professionals is taking extra precautions to protect you and their employees. They're open and here to serve if you need them. Right now is a great time while you're home and not using your system as much to tune up or replace your AC system. And get up to $1,500 off a new system and 0% equipment financing options up to 60 months OAC. Air Care Professionals and Bryant are doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. I'm Greg Hughes, Utah's battle-tested conservative for governor. My opponents are nice people, but the let's make everybody happy, move to the middle type of person isn't made to lead in a crisis. I will never turn our smartphones into surveillance devices or uphold indefinite heavy-handed government orders from liberal mayors that violate our freedoms. I will always defend our constitutional rights, especially in a crisis. Utah conservatives, join me, and together we'll get it done. Paid for by Hughes for Governor. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? This is James over at Garage Doors Only. Did you know that replacing your garage door gives you the most bang for your buck when you're remodeling? Here at Garage Doors Only, we can assist you in picking out a perfectly matched garage door for your home. Do you have an HOA? No problem. Is your house over 10 years old? Not a problem. Come visit our showroom at 689 North Bluff, and I will personally help you pick out the best-looking, energy-efficient door for your needs. We team with LiftMaster and Clopay to bring you the best warranties in the business. Schedule your appointment today at 435-868-1200. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. I've got Uncle Milty with me today on a Monday. I also have Dr. Duke Pester from the Dr. Duke Show. Uh, Make sure you go to his show because his show is like no other in talking about education, all the things that are going on, which there are a crazy amount of things going on that we're not going to be able to get to today. So he's going to come back on Thursday and join us to talk a little bit more about that because what has been going on in our country over the last week, uh, two weeks, has been insane. And we're looking at a lot of violence a lot of violence on the before we get rolling though you had a point um as we were going out of break uncle milty about medical doctors versus research scientists yeah when yeah. we see all these videos online and and mm-hmm. the and the doctors talking for the establishment what we're seeing is that the research doctors who never see patients are the ones that seem to be favoring the establishment right. uh, real cause of covid but medical doctors who are treating people tend to say it's not what they're what we're being told. Right. Yeah, it's true. Who's bought and who's not? Yeah, research. They get their money from the grants. Yeah, they... Doctor Duke. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I would go further. You know, I was during the break. I called this up as of three days ago. Three days ago, and I know these numbers have at least doubled. There were seventeen people who were killed in these protests, and they show ten pictures on the website. And nine of them are African Americans. So already, how many more, how many black lives have been lost to Black Lives Matter agitators and to Antifa? Already, we're talking ex- 10, 
15 times as many people have died than Floyd died, right? And, yeah. and this is the thing that gets me. The narrative is, is that this is a systemically racist system and nobody cares. Well, Chauvin was slapped with a million-dollar bail for what was basically a third-degree murder charge. And so that he, he's actually being treated quite a bit more significantly than you would treat the typical third-degree murder suspect. Not to say, to say nothing of the fact that the cops who happen to just be standing by also potentially, potentially face serious crimes for doing, for doing nothing. This has been taken seriously from the moment it happened. It has been universally condemned. And, and now the protests, which, the, the protests, which have become riots, which are being, everybody who supports the road protest is by default supporting the riots. Because there's no way to separate them anymore. And if you, so literally, you hear this all the time. It's a great White point. violence is violence. Let me mm-hmm. flip that on you. If you're supporting these protests, which are getting more black people killed, then you are responsible as well. That's a great point. Yep. I'm glad you said that. Because, you know, when we were talking about ratcheting it up through the media and corporations and businesses and, and, um, and even the police in some areas pandering to the, to the crowd, kneeling. I mean, ratcheting this up like no other. It used to always just be the media. Now everyone else has jumped on the bandwagon and we have a lot more people t- wanting to be engaged because, like you said, the rage they felt from locked, being locked in for three months, right? Um, and now all of a sudden coming out and wanting to join in to this thing and you cannot you cannot separate them and I'm glad you made that point because there's a lot of people out there claiming that they are um well they just want to make sure you know that that they're part of a protest but not the riot no I'm sorry it's one in the same now you know I've heard a lot of yeah, people right. that, I, mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people in the last week say they used to have confidence that the police would protect us and now what they're seeing is the pr- police are not going to be there for the people yeah. Well, that's right. That they're more, they're more, they're more angry about the fact that the police refuse to stop the killing and the looting than they are the one bad cop who's going to get his just desserts. Exactly. That's frustrating to a lot of people. And I go further with this, right? You know, I think we've had, we've reached a sea change where for the last ten years, uh, the corporations kept quiet about this stuff. They didn't interfere. And they, they now I think the corporations realize that there's money to be made by this. Yeah. To be woke now is going to get you all the positive. Ma- you, you're running, they're running. I mean, they're shameless. The same people who are uh, uh, bragging about all these corporations who are involved. I mean, they, these are the same anti-corporate people who think that Wall Street's the problem. Wall Street is making money off of Floyd's dead body. He's making, they're making money off of all this destruction because being woke now, it doesn't get you cancel cultured, right? Mm-hmm. So it, 10 years ago, corporations were afraid to speak out because they didn't want their businesses canceled. Now they see that they can profiteer off this as well. Yeah, and nothing's being done to a lot of these people. I saw charges brought up on the guy that murdered the police chief. Other than that, I'm not seeing a lot of accountability. Are you? No. The the New York Attorney General, New York City, said they will be releasing most of the people they arrested. Mm -hmm. You've seen other big city mayors, people like in in Minneapolis, saying that many of those we've arrested we will not prosecute. So there are no consequences for this. Literally, you have set up a situation where there are no real serious consequences for doing what you've done. Uh, And, you know, we, we go back to Black Lives Matter again. You do not get to selectively use that term. If I say all lives matter, and for the record, all lives matter, if you say that, you are now guilty of being somehow, explain this to me, how does that turn you into a bigot? How is it to 
suggest that every human life is equally valuable. How does that run you afoul with the Black Lives Matter people? Because I'll tell you why. Because the Black Lives Matter people aren't really about all black lives. That's Again, right. The, the, the slaughter of black unborn babies is at a staggering level, more, percentage-wise more than any other racial group. There's no concern for that whatsoever. You've got, again, 35 people, mostly black, murdered in Chicago by mostly black people. Not a word. Where is the NFL? Where are all these woke corporations? Where's LeBron James, who took down Drew Brees? Where are they griping about that? Where are they blaming? What? For a hundred years, Democrats have owned every aspect of Chicago. Why is it not their fault? Well, de Blasio in New York, the Democrats have owned that for a dozen years. Why is it not their fault? Why is it only the fault of the, the, the vague police or systemic racism? It's again, I'm going to say this again. It's because black lives matter are very particular about which lives they're going to stand up for. And so if you can do it, Black Lives Matter, I'm not the least bit frightened by calling you out and saying all lives matter. And you know what? I have the moral high ground you don't. You, the minute you start ca ca uh, caring about dead black babies, the minute you start caring about big Democrat cities that have treated blacks terribly, that have, will not let black citizens responsibly own guns to defend themselves, when you start caring about that, then you get to my moral high ground, which says I care about those people. I care about those dead babies, and I care about every weekend's death toll of black Chicagoans, and you can't seem to be bothered to do it yourself. Amen. Amen. You know, 900 black babies a day are aborted in this country mm -hmm. by a group that was started for genocide of the black race, and they don't see it. <laughs> Margaret Sanger, everybody's yep. favorite eugenicist. It's amazing. And when I'm watching them um, take down all these statues because the looters seem, the, the looters and rioters and protesters all together seem to want to take down history in America. And, you know, there's a concerted effort, an opportunistic effort at this moment to do what they've been trying to do for years. And it seems like they're making more headway because nobody's, everybody's afraid to say anything about it, right? Everybody's afraid to, to actually call them on it, but they're getting rid of statues left and right and some of these statues even support even support um their freedom also, <laughs> go ahead also egregious because you keep hearing anybody who makes the argument right that the police job is to protect property and to protect cultural monuments yeah the argument you get is outrage lives are more important than cultural history or statues wow. and i would with all due respect say no they're not what you're doing is you are erasing hundreds, if not thousands of years of civilization gently evolving to the point of it today. You're erasing thousands and thousands and millions of dead lives who fought as abolitionists against slavery, who fought in, for Magna Carta and the right of people. You're, you're to, to the thought early followers of Christ, right, mm -hmm. with the new law to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. You're erasing hundreds of millions of people civilizationally who brought us to this moment of peace and prosperity. And so, you know, you say to me, life is more important than culture. No, I don't think it is. I mean, if your life, my life for that instance, is, is my life as a personal individual more important than the lives of all those who gave and sacrificed for the freedoms we have? No, I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get killed, but if I'm defending a civilization and all of its achievements, all of those things over a thousand years that brought us to this, why is it? Why is it that it's the West 
that gave mm-hmm. us human rights, civil rights, women rights, gay rights. Who all fought and died for that? And when you efface those monuments and you create this ridiculous 1619 African-centered curriculum mm-hmm. which lies about history and completely falsifies the historical record in the name of social justice, you're doing something, I would hasten to argue, m- more ultimately dangerous than if you came to my house and put a bullet in my head. Mm. You know, the most ironic of the... Of the uh memorials and monuments that have been defaced was in Boston. The the mm-hmm. monument to the 40 or 54th uh, red, black regiment, yeah. yeah, the Massachusetts regiment that was, they made the movie about glory. Yeah. They, had they to... defaced that monument. Now mm-hmm. that tells you that these people don't have a clue of well, what they're really doing. And, and here's, here's another note too. These, the Rudolph's, uh, the, this couple, right? Stood in front of the cameras and said, um, you know, we know that it's a hate monument. It didn't represent the blacks. It just represented the hard times there a long time ago. See what you just said, uncle. Um, well, both of you actually have said is this was about achievements and in in history what they're calling a hate monument isn't a hate monument it was something that happened in history so if they can just keep saying they're hate monuments it doesn't matter what it is what's next is it religious are they going to go after all the churches and say they're hate uh, well, symbolism or books or yeah, what's that, next that, that's that's like jewish radical jewish activists defacing Auschwitz because it only portrays Jew in a, Jews in a negative, weak light, right? Yes. Yes. It, it, re- yes. it just reifies Jewish passivity in the face of violence. These are not monuments. These are not significant uh, buildings to our history. These are insults to our Jewish faith that have to be torn down. And yeah. you would see immediately how anti-Semitic and nasty that is. But when you're doing it to the the black regiment in glory, when you're doing it to Abraham Lincoln statue, not a word, right? And where are, that's my problem, where are our defenders of our cultural history? We have a lot to defend. And let's talk one more thing before we run out of time okay. here. Opportunity. Mm-hmm. Where in the world today do African Americans have more opportunities than here? You have companies lining up now to prefer black actors in their commercials. Every couple I see on TV now is a biracial yes. couple, every single one of them. You would think that you, it, there was a law passed in this country six months ago that every white woman had to marry a black <laughs> That's man. That's the truth. Every, right. couple, every, yeah. every, every couple you see on TV is black. It was, so there's nothing wrong with that. But you would think from watching TV that that was the norm. Mm-hmm. And, and so explain to me, where in, where in the history of the world have black, African, black Africans or black African Americans, where have they had more opportunities? Where are there more grants and scholarships, affirmative action programs, scholarships? Where is more money being pumped in to the black community in the history of the world than over the last 25 or 30 years here? And let me ask you this tough question. How many African Americans who have not been pursued by police, not been attacked by the cops, how many have taken advantage of the opportunities that they do have? I can tell you this. There are a lot of Asian immigrants who've come here in the last 25 years. There are a lot of Hispanic immigrants over the last 30, 40 years who have come here, and they have taken plenty of advantage of the opportunities they have. No one's allowed to ask the question, would we have these situations today if all those things that people died for, all those opportunities that we have created as a culture for African Americans, if even half of them had consistently taken advantage of them, we would not be here now. Amen. Amen. I can't uh, even say, I could just finish this off just saying amen. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we have a lot of uh, problems. We have a lot of, you know, this just, this just actually really has um, shown a light on 
our education problem, our problem of ignorance in this country. We don't value history the way we should. We don't look at it with the right perspective and historical context that we should. We are supporting these things based on emotion, not because we have the intellectual ability to think. Um, we can't deep think about any of this. In fact, emotion has gotten the liberals everywhere and everything that they've ever wanted is everybody running on emotion and headlines, never deep, n- never going in deeper into context. And I know you're seeing this I mean, right, right, right close. I mean, my gosh, you're in it every day as a professor. I can't even imagine. Isn't the word mob, by Mm -hmm. definition, a mob, Mm -hmm. by definition, is a unorganized, angry mob group that acts only on uh, uh, emotion, not on intellect. That's what you're seeing. And, you know, even calling these groups mobs now, they say you're a racist. If you use the word mob, against uh, to to describe these violent rioters that word carries racial connotations you're a bigot well that sometimes a mob is just a mob a very angry irrational emotional or entity that that can't be talked down that can't be shown truth they just want their pound of flesh and they're out to get it amen amen catch the dr duke show it plays on the kate daly show facebook page you can get it right after the show of course uh, dr duke pesta thank you yes and god bless thank you guys yeah thanks for weighing in on this Oh, I echo his sentiments. Amazing stuff. And, of course, uh, uh, Uncle Milty as well. We'll be right back. Be faithful, be fearless. We'll be right back for the next hour of the show. And let me just tell you, we have so much to talk about. If you don't get this show on, on your network, make sure you get it on podcast. But we have a lot of a lot of ground to cover, some things that are going to be happening to us and um, in the in different industries, too. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com.